Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. So 2017's winding down, cranking up 2018. There's no place like home. Home in this case being the barn, also known as Critical Electric Sound. Grateful to be back in the studio with my two brothers, the Riddler and Big Woo, talking about the last year and what we've been up to. Thank you guys for uh, supporting us. Thank you for listening. This is the last episode of the season. We're going to take a couple weeks off. We'll be back with some really cool stuff. Really, really excited about what we're going to do. 2017 was one of the best years of my life. 2018 is going to be better. I can't wait. Grateful for all you guys out there. Grateful for my partners in crime, the Riddler and Big Woo. Here's to another great year. See you out on the road. Peace. They're doing it on purpose. What do you mean? They're trying to sound like Americans. Well, no shit, but that's pretty fucking good. Elvis Costello has no, no, his first three I'm, songs are like in his original voice. It doesn't sound anything like American Elvis I Costello. Don't, I don't agree with that entirely for in every case. I think that sometimes the act of singing strips away some of the uh, lyrical differentiation between American English and... British English and German guys speaking English. Does, I think you're right. It doesn't agree. even matter, yeah. though, because you got a guy, the the new lead singer for Journey, sounds just like Steve Perry. He's from fucking Thailand. Right. And he sounds exactly like Steve Perry. I except, think he's trying to sound like Steve well, Perry. Yeah. Well, definitely he is. And I think he actually sounds better than Steve Perry did, especially better than what Steve Perry sounds like now. Because if you hear him sing... He's fucking terrible. Really? I haven't heard the new Steve. Uh, I I can't remember where I heard I, either like... Jay's bef- closet Steve Perry fan. could have been no. gone. That guy. Come that on. guy, Don't yeah. By the way, uh, you probably know because you're a music guy, who is this band that everybody's listening to now that is basically just a fucking ripoff of Led Zeppelin? Who is this fucking band that I'm hearing on the radio? I'm so upset. I hate to say that. I'm not a radio guy, so I don't know. Man. I mean, I'm it sorry. is complete ripoff. White Snake? No, <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, They're wow. like I mean That this, wasn't even a brick. Total airball. I mean these what do you guys mean? <laughs> He means now. It's like right now. Fucking like, Jay is in a different fucking dimension than the rest of us. I'm not no, I'm in a different I'm in a different I my my, White my snake. clock. My clock has a 13 on it. David Coverdale, like... Tyler lives in another dimension. <laughs> he does. Wow. He does. Um, he White knows. Snake. I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what band you're talking about. I'm sorry. Boy, you... Uh, with just... I don't know the name of it because I don't respect it, but <laughs> if you do like some... With some mild, uh, very mild investigation, you'll come up with it. But I mean, not kind of sounds like Led Zeppelin... Like the whole band is trying to impersonate Led Zeppelin. You're basically a glorified cover band that wrote a bunch of shitty songs, and now you're just singing them like Led Zeppelin. Is the name of the band "Get the Let Out"? I, it could be. No, those are like Led. Those are like Led Zeppelin cover band. You're talking about like a regular band, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I wish I knew, man. I don't listen to radio much, so I, I don't know. You, you know. shouldn't. I, I generally don't 
Yeah. Because I don't like 99.9% of what I'll hear. Right. And I don't like the idea also that radio is full of a bunch of music that I have no control over. Right. Or the assholes that talk in between. Well, especially because you get fucking Spotify and you're done. Like, you can have anything in the whole world at any time. Right. It's like going to the buffet and being like, I don't like these wings. You know what? (coughs) It's funny. Like, when I was growing up, there were certain radio stations, you know, you could turn on to find, like, music generally in in the very wide spectrum of things that you could potentially like. And now I, those are the only radio stations I know when I'm in a position where I have to listen to the radio. So I go back to those stations. They don't even have the same music on anymore. Remember back in the day, 88.9 used to play radio yeah. music? Yeah, absolutely. And that was awesome. Now they play something that makes me want to kill myself. Well, they also, back then you'd have a DJ or at least like a program director and they would have strong influence on what that program would be like. So they would be like, I'm going to play this guy named Bradley J. So where I grew up, it's like WBCN. I mean, you were in the area I remember too, right? WBCN, yeah. yeah. And this guy, Bradley J. would grew up here. Yeah, BCM in was barn. in Boston. Oh. Yeah, in the barn. <laughs> and so this guy would like have this show, and you'd hear all the cool new shit, like every single time, because that was his thing. And it wasn't like just whatever all the record companies wanted him to play. He'd pull out like you know stranglers, and you pull like all this weird shit that you wouldn't normally hear. Was Susie WBCN one hundred one point seven or one hundred one point one? Man, yeah. yeah but, but then there'd be another show like Oedipus would be all play. He had a show called Nocturnal Emissions, right? Which was like way ahead of its time. You know, he's playing all this electronic music. <laughs> Wasn't it for all of us? Yeah, just was, ahead of its time. I was yeah. a number. I was a. Uh, 92 WCDQ guy. Right, the Mount Mount Rialto. Yeah, Mount Rialto Radio. I was yeah, a hippie. I that was a guess. little more a little more classic hippie kind of thing, right? <laughs> well, you could hear like the 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 you could hear like you could hear a lot of shit on that one. You could hear like folky shit and everything. Yeah. Everything you ever wanted. Wow, we're headed we're headed in the wrong direction. I got a serious here. question though that relates to We this. went from hippie shit to folky shit and that's like This is a serious well, question. We're not even talking about music. We're talking about homemade instruments. Riddler. Yeah. In your professional music, professional musician opinion. Yeah. Which class has the better music, mine or Jay's? You mean at the, at the academy yes. when we are rolling? Yep. Which class has better music? Well, Over, and not even just you know. I'm sorry. I'll answer. Your First question. of all, you're, answer the you're, question. You're, you're asking the kids to choose between mommy and daddy, and that's not cool. Second of all, no, I'm not asking that. I I'm don't just, care if the Riddler agrees with you. All I know is I walk in there sometimes, and it's like the same music that that meditation type shit that you hear when you're getting a massage that makes me fall asleep. Right. So we're getting into a flow state. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Port City Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. We do flow roll. Here's here's the thing. When first off, you guys teach at totally different times. Like if you're teaching at six thirty in the fucking morning, I am not coming in to fucking White Snake. So like that's I don't it. do that. I don't do that. Well, at six thirty in the morning, right? Though. So what I'm saying is, if the only thing I can compare is like I do it the, at six a.m. Yeah, the six a.m. and the six thirty. <laughs> so if it, if if Jay's bumping some like hip-hop or whatever at six i'm okay in the morning like that but if it's just like screaming shit and you don't do that jay doesn't do that but if i come in at seven and it's been a fucking long day and i'm in a shitty mood and especially if i look out over like the group and it's like i know that i'm great with like two-thirds of the guys here but i'm gonna just get fucking handed by some of these guys i want some inspiration so i am not 
ready for some reggae. So it that, so there's your you, answer. It's, it's a time answer. Oh yeah. At night, the J Street is right. Jay's walking home with the cup tonight. No, but and by it, the way, in the morning it, I've been placing. I've, I've, in the morning, I've just been putting uh, shuffle on the new Wu Tang album. Yeah, I know, and I like the Martin I like it. Screlly Wu Tang album. No, no, that one's not. You out. got that, you buddies? With the Martin new Wu Tang is really <laughs> the new Wu Tang's really interesting. Don't I don't like buddies. some of it, but it's a hippie term. That method song say is bros, like, bro. Brass, you're my bro, bro. Yeah, that method song on that on that album is probably <sighs> top three for 2017 for me. Yeah, it's but, ridiculous. But listen, sometimes when you come in early, when we're just warming up. It's nice to feel the love of some Bob Marley. I don't need to be pumped up like the minute that I walk in. So there are times where George is doing like his if, if he gives in and he gives he gets a good cool warm up. Like sometimes George, you come up with the dry tortuga. This is one of my favorite warm ups. The dry tortuga. Yes, you have lost your mind. <laughs> you have lo- what was the one earlier tonight? Pangea. No, no, no. Let's the go Pangea. back. Don't lose, don't lose the dry tortuga. The dry tortuga is the first exercise. <laughs> the Van Dam. I like that one. The That's dry tortuga is the first jujitsu. Sort of like it's a it's a combination of exercise. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> all the jokes I go over there are going to be dumb, so I'm not going to do it. Anyway, it's a bunch of a bunch of motions that go together. That that it's like watching like gyrations, you know, yeah, you, and it's a cool. Gyrate, it's like a good warm up flow, motion. like through all these different, you know, movements. And he calls it the dry tortuga. It's got like the butterfly, and then you do the bridge, and you kind of go and you flow it all together. And it's actually a really good way to warm up at fucking six thirty in the morning, right? You got the coffee, you got the thing. You're listening to the Marley. That's good. Do you allow coffee on the mats in the morning? Hasn't been an issue, but I would. That's totally bullshit. I come in and there's coffee not on, on the mat. On the mat? No. Oh, you mean on the mat or just, just in the academy? About on the mat. No, there's definitely coffee about, in the academy yeah. in the morning, but not on the not mat. Not on the mat. No, no drinks um, on the mats. I mean, I w- I'm lucky to... I don't even you, know who I you know am who's, at 6.30 in the morning. You guys know. I'm like... I But nobody drinks coffee on the but mat. But by, the, by like, the time the class is over... Oh, yeah. I'm, no, no. You got to have it pumped up. And then I'm yeah. done with his... Yeah. If, if, with that fucking... Who's the guy who I hate who did the Curious George soundtrack? Jack Johnson. Oh, Jesus. When you put those songs on, I really... I actually get angry. So it's, maybe it's a good thing. Really? I actually roll harder. That's good uh, date music, by the way. If, if you're, you're like going out 22 on a date. and hairy... No, yes. no, no. It's like a guarantee. Both people. It's benign enough... That they could never be like I fucking hate Jack Johnson. Yeah, except for Riddler. Yeah, but yeah. Riddler's not your soul. Riddler's Blah. not going to date the Riddler. Like, Blah. can you picture that sixty nining with itself? Blah. Blah. Like the, Actually, like it, it would be sna- very good the looking. Snake eating its tail. It's stuck together because I think the last you know. What, what do you call it with this? An Ouroboros? <laughs> yeah, that would be what I would. Uh. Listen, you know whose playlist everyone likes? The Saturday morning playlist you. at coach's class. You. Who? You know who puts it on because Coach doesn't bring music. You know Coach's line. He always goes, I like two kinds of music, country and Western. So <laughs> then I grab my phone. I don't phone. think he likes either. I gra- it's, it's a great line. I grab my phone. I plug it in. I hit Rolling Heavy. It's a set of 50 songs. Everyone is a killer. That is the playlist that rules all the playlists. It's, it's objectively and empirically true for you. No, everyone in the class is like, "Oh my god, what is this music?" I think hey, you're wrong. I think seriously. you. I think you lack perspective. Do you remember? In they Jerry, come up to me. Remember the movie Jerry Maguire? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> 
So in Jerry Maguire, the movie, the 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 <laughs> dorky guy like is trying to take the chick out or whatever, and he puts on like Miles Davis. Yeah, that's what happens when you put on your. Yeah, you thing. you it's just you, like you that. No, you love that People shit when it's laid. on. There is everything <laughs> in that mix. <laughs> that mix. What's happening on Saturdays? That Saturday I mean, hits you're covered every, class this Saturday, so you're yeah, gonna find out everything. You've got every type of music. It's coming out. It's killing. It's exciting, but it's interesting. Brings in a little bit of intellectual shit, but then it rocks really hard. If it doesn't have reggae, it, sounds, it sucks. It sounds really scary. And I mean, in principle, it sounds okay, but now you've there, built it up. It's like a Star Wars movie so that when I go and listen to it or see it, I'm automatically going to be disappointed because you overbuilt it. Jay, it's that good. No. Can you tell us about, Can you tell us what you thought about the Star Wars movie without tell, giving it away? See, I, most recent one. I went into the movie with eyes wide open. like Just like I described to you, uh, we went with... Like, there was a group of us, and some of us went in with like... You know, Star Wars movie, this thing's got to be, you know, awesome. Because they're thinking, you know, you go see a Star Wars movie for us at our age, it's a throwback to the experience of watching The Empire Strikes Back. You know what I mean? Which is like the greatest. (laughs) Old guy says, I was there on day one. So there you go. Right. But like that movie was. the first one, not even Empire Strikes Back. No, I know, but that was the best of the the first three. I'll agree, yeah. Um, And. If you walk in with that expectation, you're automatically going to be let down because how could it possibly stand up to that? Right, because that was so fresh. When it, was, it happened, you didn't have, you didn't know it was going to be that good. Right, you didn't know it was going to be that good. Back then, and it, yeah. But it turned out to be. If you went into Empire Strikes Back not having seen it before with the expectation of it being that good, the likelihood of being, you feeling a little let down is probably pretty high. How about the idea that, let me ask you this, do you think... There has to be another Star Wars movie. No. Okay. So right there, that's what I, that's my you, you answered my question for me, which is like I don't care if there's another Star Wars movie. So it can't possibly like something really crazy would have to happen for me to really love it because I don't even want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes you don't know what you want. Like yeah. you could you could go to it and you could, you could find it to be an amazing movie. Right. It's just, a, it's what, it's the ninth sequel or whatever. Right. You're like, the, how many sequels are, it's well, really there's rough. there's prequels. And, now there's side, yeah. side stories. It's yeah. getting side a little pulls. out of control. Right. First of all, I will say, not to give you the longest-winded answer of all fucking time, but first of all, I think that the film industry is out of control. There's like a lack of new ideas so badly that we're making Spider-Man for the 15th it, time, Spider yeah. Superman for the 15th time. I don't time. think it's a lack of new ideas. It's just they're not, they're, you can't spend $120 million on a new idea. You right. has to be, but it it's has just to be terrible. If you're the viewer, you're like, God damn it, spend $120 million on a new idea because right. I don't want to see the seventh person acting as Batman right. and going back to the beginning and retelling the whole fucking story again. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. There's some really unique aspects to the movie. It's entertaining throughout. Uh, Maybe a tad long, um, but that's pretty much it. It's a very entertaining movie. Is it in my top five list? No way, but neither are any of the Star Wars movies. What are... What are in the top five list of martial arts movies in Jay's Ooh. life of all time? Wow, you told me you were going to ask me this question. I saw it. somebody posted something about it today on Facebook. All right, so one more time. What was the Top question? five martial arts movies of all time. Uh, 
fiction. Are we trying to reach consensus, no, or are we just care. asking Jay? Right. Um, no, let's discuss. Yeah, we're gonna. All right. Is, so what? Discuss. First off, what is a martial arts movie? Dude? Can it be a chop socky kind of? Yeah, you definitely. Know, of course. You could be Jackie Chan or something Fuck that yeah. doesn't have to be serious. Absolutely, doesn't for sure. Can it also be? Did you guys see the raid? No. Okay, so, so in other words, or one of these like really heavy fighting movies, does that count as a? Or does it have to be sort of funny? Is it martial art? No, it doesn't have to be funny. I think the raid was like. If there's martial art, what? Tell us about the raid. I've never seen. This. You just got it. It's not worth talking about. It's a bunch of. It's just one of those movies that was made to be, to show off people fucking beating the shit out of each other in hallways. It's um, really good. But it's not like it's not like ha oh my kung fu better than your kung fu. It's not like that at all. It's just more of a serious movie, you know. Uh, for me, I love Dinner to the Dragon. Come on, that was one of the come on. the greatest. Yeah, it's I mean, be. come on. Yeah, you, you had uh, you had Bolo Young in there. Come on, you had Bruce Lee. Kareem was Kareem in that one? No, that Kareem was Game of Death. Game of, of Death, death yeah. which which is for me that's number one. That's a great really? movie. That's in that's in my top five for sure. Also. Now that's when Bruce Lee died, right? Game of Death. Game yeah. of Death. Yep. Which was oh oh it was when he went to Mr. Han, Mr. Han's Island or whatever, right? That's Enter the that's Dragon. That's Enter the Dragon. Yeah. And it's like the art of fighting without fighting. <laughs> I guess you could call it the art of fighting without fighting. <laughs> Show me Shamovich. <laughs> uh there's the the I love the scene in the beginning where he's like teaching a student. Yeah. And uh and he's like, you know, he's like talking about, you know, with feeling not anger. He's like, it's like the moon. You have to something, something. And he's like, all is heavenly glory. He's like, and he's like, not the finger. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll miss all that heavenly glory. And I was like, that's the baddest man alive. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, blood sports definitely on the list. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say no. I mean, for me, yeah, I love that movie. I I love the movie, but I, I martial arts movie, you know. Hence, that's why there's a movie. I'm gonna now say named after Van Damme in my world. <sighs> yeah, the, uh, the new Van Damme shit is funny. As well. Oh my god, that television show that is, is funny yeah, as hell. That's a good show. So have you watched? I only saw a little of it. I didn't watch the whole. You didn't even watch the first episode. I just watched a little of it, and I'm like, when I get sick, I'm going to watch all this shit. Oh, my God. It yeah. is. The first episode is just insanely funny. The second, yeah. like, it just gets better. It just gets um, Jean-Claude Van Johnson is the name of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going to throw the Kill Bill series. <clears throat> I like that we're, keep, we're keeping it contemporary, like, in our lifetime. I like it. Yeah, I think that there's a whole set of martial arts in that thing, and it's, and it's fucked up and awesome. And then some of it's kind of actually some of it's sort of realistic and some of it's obviously ridiculous. But then like but the but the important shit is actually kind of right. Like when she's got a crowd, she's backing into the corner, she's moving to the place she needs to move. Like whoever set that shit up really did put some thought into it. They weren't they weren't just like, ah, just slice her fucking head off and it'll be funny. It's it's I like that. That, Plus, fi- that fight scene in the snow yeah. was awesome. It's fucking perfect, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, you know what's weird for me? I, you know, I like we might even get emails about this. You know, what I thought was strangely hot is that girl that the the school girl that ends up getting the oh, ball yeah. and chain in the yeah. face. Excuse me. How? What? Yes. Yeah, but she has a nose that could like break. Oh, I don't wood. care about all that bullshit. She was the hottest. Yeah, I thought so too. It was. 
especially cool because she was batshit crazy. That's part of the hotness. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I learned a long time ago to not be involved with people like that. Schoolgirls? No, people, murderers. Murderers? people who are batshit yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was like, I was like, schoolgirl murderers. Man. That's a good no, choice. I never, I never, I never, I never had that experience. But yeah, did you feel like that's a disclaimer? Because we're on a we're on a podcast, and you don't want people to think that you uh-huh. seek out schoolgirls. No, I don't seek out schoolgirls. See, there it is. No, I mean, I just <laughs> don't. No, I never thought that was an issue. So there you go. Until. I mean, the police showed up. No, until you just there? whatever. No, so but yeah, but but the uh, but but the batshit crazy thing is is oh come on when when yeah. when you're a young young man you want to save everybody that's a mistake for sure. Have you guys ever <laughs> seen the movie Hero? I was uh, the uh, hmm. is that the uh, lifeguard movie? No, <laughs> it's a martial arts movie. Uh, no, I have not. Oh, seen uh, Jet Li. Yeah, I have seen parts of. it. Oh, which one I, do I like? I think that's oh. in the top five, man. That's a great I movie. I haven't seen it. We should have a That's movie night. Movie night for uh, for the podcast. I'm going to throw it, Ip Man. I, the, see, that's where I was. I was. I was wondering about like whether we could go nonfiction because Choke is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah, right. I say that it is. That's the, I. W- I don't think that genre fits into my, in the. That's like documentary. Yeah, documentary is different. You know? yeah. Nonfiction, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, uh, if you want to call that, I that use, then, Jay. I use smaller words <laughs> next yes, time. Please. <laughs> Jesus. You're confusing me. <laughs> um, it's that prep school okay. education. So that's, so that's good to know. Um, <laughs> what about Raging Bull? Yeah, I guess. Can you count that? It's pugilism, man. Yep. Yeah. That's a good movie. Boy, if, you can, if, you, if we go there, you know, then we're talking Vision Quest. Wow, Vision Matthew Modine. I think the in reason his finest, in his finest uh, moment. I think the reason why Vision Quest scores so high with this group of these three people is because of our general ages. Like, I think right now, if Vision Quest came out, I don't know that we would be as inspired. By You're it. definitely right, and I and I've the, it happened at just the right time in my life, probably in your life. Right, it's just the right time. It was you could identify so much with the characters. Perfect, like, it was amazing. Right, all um, you got to do is a bunch of push-ups, and then bleed out your nose because you lost so much weight, and you instantly beat the best guy in the country. Only if the right, you have the right montage music, and you have to have the right woman to uh, to inspire you to do this. Yes, cute, not too cute, developed but not too developed. Yeah, because we're teenagers, remember? Right. Um, yeah, perfect. You got to have the old guy. So, George, where's your? Where's, you got a top five? Number well, one. Throw out Hero, yeah. Number one is Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh, we talked about this. You put that in. <sighs> it's I hard fucking to put love it that a, movie. Yeah, yeah, but is it a martial arts Of course arts it movie? is. You got the three Storm guys. I did like you those got, guys. Um, yeah, I agree. You got Jack Burton. <laughs> and we all know what Jack Burton does on a cold and stormy <laughs> night. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they ask you, have you paid your dues? <laughs> yes, sir. If they ask you, you tell them, do what old Jack Burton does on a cold and stormy night. Have you paid your dues? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. Dude, the Pork Chop <laughs> Express. He's driving the Pork Chop Express. Yep. It's a great... The the main woman character in it is Gracie Law. Yes. my My... Cousin, go with green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> David Lopan. David Lopan. He's uh, a legit badass. Uh, plus, 
It's all in the reflexes, Jay. Yeah. Uh, always works at home. <laughs> what was the one? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Keep going. I'll think that's, of it. That's what, like, I have one, but it wasn't a very famous movie, but it's around that time. Remo Williams. That's exactly what Dude. it was. That's such wow. a good movie. Fucking great movie. You pulled it out, and he has to do the thing where he jumps across all the little yeah. top of the, the t- telephone poles. Yeah. That Dude. was so good, and nobody knows that uh, fucking I, movie. I think How did you do that? Because I love it. How did you do You're that? You're like my brother. God damn, you pulled that out of nowhere. That was exactly right. Um, couple other ones to be considered. Jay's like, let's just talk not about Remo Williams. <laughs> uh, Remo Williams uh, no, we great, can talk dude. about Remo Williams. No, I mean, I have, you don't have the What about yet. the Octagon with uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris? Ah, uh, yeah. At the time, I thought that when that was, I was like, man, that was, just, but it's, it's faded away from my. Yeah, that one seemed you know, a little scary. Could it be? Could it but that, I did love it when it, it came too, out. Too, too arty. Like real, it was like, yeah, that wasn't yeah. my thing. What All about right. any Steven Seagal movies? No, none. No, no. I mean, uh, Under Siege was pretty good, but right, right about now, what about the one where he's in Alaska? I, I can't get past drug. that jacket. <laughs> right man. about now, you, you probably want that jacket, you fucking <laughs> hippie. <laughs> right now, you can probably go through the the people that we know are listening to this podcast by name and see which ones we're pissing off as we go. You know, like right. you know that Luis is now just completely pissed off right now. Right. Not well, only does he probably love Steven Seagal, like, but he probably also like wants that Steven jacket. Seagal. Yeah. Hey, guess who's coming to Mexico with us? Luis. Luis. No. Oh, way. really? He's in the Dominican right now. He's yeah. been sending me pictures all day. Of him at the beach. He got. I, I, he stopped texting me. We're texting back and forth. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to come to Mexico just to heckle you guys. I'm like, oh, cool. It'll be nice to have a local guy to show us around. <laughs> <laughs> Luis is not from Mexico. That's no. why that's funny. No, um, to those of you who are Dominican. listening. Also, also, for the people that are listening, we're recording. It, I legitimately like negative two outside right now. And yeah. Luis is... In he's in the beach. Is he at the, in the at the Dominican? Is Punta Cana? Oh wow, man, that yeah. sounds pretty good. It, right it's pictures, not negative two there. The pictures is, he sent looked very nice. Yeah, because nice right now I am not feeling it. No, it is and we're fucking. F- I am cold fine here. with cold, but it is fucking cold. Yeah, Windy, this is brutal. Wind chill. I'm supposed to jump in the ocean on Saturday. Yeah, I might train. I might just go to coach's class. Coach is guess who's <laughs> not around. Guess oh, who's teaching no. coach's class teaching? on Saturday? Saturday? This guy. Oh, oh, George. It's either jump in the ocean or, or, listen, take to Jay, my or listen to Jay's playlist. Maybe we wow. can do your class with my playlist. Sounds like jumping in the ocean is a good <sighs> alternative now. Something to consider. All right. I'll think it through. All right. I have been to this jump in the ocean. This is Chucky's fight. You want to talk about it for a second? It's a it's a yeah. fantastic thing where everybody jumps in the ocean, but he makes a lot of money. He gets on the re- uh, television. He puts it all to charity. It's a good thing. You you give the give us the thirty second pitch, George. Chucky Rosa is a it's a Chucky's fight dedicated to it's an organization dedicated to fighting teen substance abuse. The man Chucky Rosa. He looks like George, a meaner version of George the Animal Steel, with more strangleholds. You with can more, see with, is is Chuck. 
Charles Rosa, I think, is what his name is on the internet. Is that right? What no, he's no, 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 no. Char- Charles, Charles is, the is his son. Oh, that fights in the you UFC. can see Chucky then, or Chuck, or whatever. He has some. If you want to look him up on YouTube, he has a couple of videos of him on YouTube. His boxing style, and I mean this as a compliment, is continue to walk toward yeah. the opponent while they punch you yeah. until you punch them. He is such a fucking man with the box. Well, <laughs> if if you intimidating as fuck. Like if I'll, I'll just tell you walk that if you're if you're Chucky Rosa going shot for shot is an okay strategy. It's a yeah. great strategy for <laughs> Chucky. He's a big guy. He used He's to a, train at Seacoast MMA with us. Yeah. And it was not you know, I've rolled with him before. Yeah. Oh, he showed I, me like he seems like a small stay circle jujitsu. I was gonna time. say you want to stay on the perimeter with that guy, but a sweetheart, <laughs> the nicest guy that's nice, ever very nice. Always been great to me. Yeah. Selfless. So what does Selfless. everybody do? They all go down Selfless. to Seabrook Beach or Hampton so Beach. Two of his kids, I believe, died within one year of each other of overdoses. Um, so a long time ago, and they were like they were pretty young. Yeah. Um, and so I think he sprinkled the ashes in the ocean, and ever since then, every day he goes in the ocean to like be with him, you know. And, and every day, no matter, he was in the ocean today. I saw the video. Three sixty-five. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which is, of course, you know, and, and Chucky spends his life now trying to educate people right. and to. Promote people living a healthy lifestyle and staying away from drugs as a way to run away from your problems. And uh, he's been just, uh, you know, a, r- a real important figure in this community, not only just for that, but for a million other reasons. He's a guy look- that people looked up to. Now, on Christmas, I saw his Christmas video. It was snowing. Yeah. And he had red shorts on and a Santa hat. Swam with, looked, the, with the hat. And it looked real cold. Oh, yeah. And he went in, you know, he doesn't go in fast. He takes his his sweet time getting in, and you know that that water's freezing. And well, he's out there in five degree weather, and he comes out, and then he like talks reci- to his wife, talks on the to video. his wife, and recites a like a like a like a poem or an inspirational message, and then he gets the towel. Like he's in no hurry. Like that is the toughest man on the planet. I'm pretty sure it's tough. He the. The actual water part is not that bad because right now the water is warmer than the air. That's what I was going to say. If you've done anybody out there who's done one of these, it's it's a shock. Oh, it's a shock. But and your body does this thing for it's supposed to be like 30 seconds. But if you know you're going to do it, you can kind of cut it down to like 10 seconds where your body does. You lose a little control, but you just keep it. You keep your shit. Keep your breathing. And you stop going and you get it together. And it's. You don't want to come out. Like if you're in the water, it's fucking cold. But the air is colder. Is way yeah. worse. Yeah. So I thought the hardest part for me each year has been making it out of the water, back up to the towels, dry off, and then put on your blanket right I away. I think about Chucky's chili. Yeah, he makes yeah. great chili. The turkey chili. Is but it's uh, honestly anybody who's not done this, assuming that you're not, you know, you're you're in good shape and you know you're not you know have some weird heart condition or whatever. But it, it, I. I was really not sure if I wanted to do it the first time. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. I did it with these guys, and it was perfect. It was exactly right. It was a great way to get the year going, man. Yep. I'm not yeah. going to lie, though. I'm struggling with this one. It's going to be cold, man. I have I have anxiety a little bit it's about like this a, one. Right? It's borderline dangerous. Yeah. 
It's not because it's cold. It's because I've been out of jujitsu for a little while, and I'm got a I got a thing going now, and I just really want to train. I don't want to not I gotta train. Tell you, I, I can't do, do both in one day. I got to tell you, first of all, just come to class on Saturday. <laughs> save save yourself the. Uh, but I, dude, I think that some time away from jujitsu for you is That's led great. to a lack of tunnel vision. Yeah, agreed. Like you seem more open to doing different stuff, and you're seeing the, seeing more how to make the positions flow and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't need to make it about me. But I, I was, you, you know, I was in a pretty. I've been through a bunch of shit lately, and uh, that yeah. was that was that's part of it. It's just like get into the place, just make sure you're there, because that was the day that I didn't fucking get hammered or i didn't you know pop to and go to bed early you know those are the right. days you go to jujitsu instead then it's great so there's no question the tunnel vision is there but it's different now it's a good it's good good time it's a good place i have uh really? i owe a tremendous amount to the uh to the jujitsu so there you go but uh anyway that's why i think i want to go on saturday nice not, i may not jump in Sounds good. I I, I have, think I'm just gonna give I I'm gonna a, give my money to Chucky's fight directly. Tell and yourself go, you know whatever what? you want, whatever your excuse. And is. then I'm gonna go, George. Uh, no, you is, know what's gonna I happen? Gotta, I'm obligated to teach class, and then That's I'm obligated to, to go use. sit in the hot tub. <laughs> and then uh, I might be meeting you in the hot tub after. You know yeah. what I think? You, Get actually, the blood flowing again, guys. We know we should take it seriously. I mean, the whole point of Chucky fight is that he's trying to raise a little money, right? So, right. so let's say I I I say I'm in for my fifty bucks, right? Right. And the thing is that if I'm going to do that, maybe I should go in for 25 bucks, but 25 bucks more if George jumps in. What do you think? Oh, I'm th- I'm going in, dude. We're sponsoring George to jump in the... Uh, yeah. I, I like the idea. You know what that does? That makes me feel really good. I'll do 25 And bucks. I don't have to jump in. I'll do 25 bucks. <laughs> if I die... No, I got an idea. If George jumps eat, in twice... He's put in 100. No, if not you going die? in twice. Not happening twice today. I mean, I'll do it twice this year. I'm not going in twice. No, I'm saying Saturday. twenty-five just, bucks a dump. I'll just take no. it out of next month's Port City paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you're George, dead. Every time you jump in, I'll give you twenty. I'll give Chucky twenty-five bucks. It's hey, on the podcast. Listen, That's the real thing. I don't um, give a shit what you say. It's Saturday. I'm only going in one time. <laughs> oh, look, if you April don't care, first, you oh. don't care about charity. How about $25 every time you go in and come out and wait five minutes? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll go to the account. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I've never even seen you at one of these. I've All gone right. to one of these. Have you? All right, I don't remember. How do I know about the chili then, dude? Good point. He got you there. I went. Uh, Chucky I brought, does make chili I for everybody. I brought Addie. My wife was with me. Um, it's awesome. I don't know. They all kind of turn out the same, so it's kind of hard for me to differentiate. The only mm. thing I could do is describe the personnel and the weather that day, right. which was not very warm. Mm. Most days is, are, that we go are not, are not that warm for some reason, for whatever reason. So how awesome is it been watching George head out into the world and pull down these fucking monster interviews with people left and right. This has been a crazy year for this podcast. I I miss it, man. Like I was I was going to say this just a few. It's a good you know transition. I was just thinking, you know, I really it's been. A long I really time. hope George doesn't die because <laughs> we're over this, George. You're going to be fine. Okay, you're in great shape. Look at him; he's in great shape. Right. You see, he's got the pipes going. The podcast going. would not survive. He's he's got the pipes going. He's got the pythons going. This this George dude, goblet been... squats, bro. Ah, dude, <laughs> the goblet squats. I haven't will done them in there. like a few days though. I was on a roll. I did them like eight days straight. 
I was hitting hitting the goblet squats. I just I've never done one in my life, and then I did them, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm doing this every day." Is it because JMO was like goblet squats? Yeah, I am. He said it, and like not only him, but a couple people. He said it, and then I was talking about it, and and I think Zach was like, "Yeah, dude, goblet squats are good." So I was like, "All right, that's what I'll do." Yeah, so I I did them every day. You are super inspirational to me in a lot of ways, but. Yeah, the, like the diet thing and the and the and live the a normal life with all your disadvantages. <laughs> <laughs> that seems so mean. Just man. barely functioning. George, George's diet plan, which is I'm gonna, uh, I'm just going over the uh, the the highlights of the 2017 podcast season for me. One of them was your diet plan in which you cut out soda, cinnamon rolls too, and yeah. then <laughs> cinnamon rolls, and that was your diet plan. I didn't find that too inspirational. And now, no. knowing that George has brought a lifting program into his <laughs> thing, which is he does 10 goblet squats every now and then, <laughs> also not that inspiring, man. <laughs> Dude, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've fallen off the wagon with the cinnamon roll thing recently, too. Oh, you're back on the cinnamon oh, rolls? Yeah, dude. This the past two weeks have been absolute and utter. Ah, it's fun. I figured though, with doing the golf squats, I could eat cinnamon rolls. That's not how it works. Not, you're not do, are that's you the doing the definition of pre bulimia? I'm gonna go home tonight and do them. <laughs> do that them. is the definition of bulimia in the pre early stages, man. It's an easy way to cut weight, man. So something, something. I, I don't really know how it happened. The fall is always a really t- busy time for me, anyway. But we the Ben. There's a shitload of stuff that has happened since the last time the three of us podcasted together. Like we got Camp together Street. with Adam Bradley. No, that was that was that was July. Was that the last one that we did? He like tripled in size. Did you see him, man? He's a monster. Super heavyweight now, yeah. Yeah, he was not a super heavyweight before. He, he is one seventy. Talk something. about goblets. He does a lot of goblet squats. No, he's he his lifting program is fucking serious yeah. or if you're on his no, the last one yeah. we did was uh we did one after that we did uh alex oh that's we, right because we talked about adam bradley's uh the adam bradley one was hilarious right oh my god what was the guy's name i can't i want to say chet but it wasn't it wasn't chet. yeah whatever. oh my god uh, we're not prepared was... uh, we should tell the the people who are listening we're not we didn't set up all this isn't all set up where we look through each one and we have uh, all our notes we were, we're just we're just people, reminiscing on a really know. great great uh a great would... year but yeah that was also one of my big highlights for the year was uh adam bradley telling his story about moving out to california <laughs> on a on a internet, like basically, you know, roommate a roommate site situation, just and, to go train and, right. at Atos, which and now he's uh, done unbelievably well. He's won multiple medals since then. He's just absolutely killing the game, and he also is a uh, fucking stud. You should see him. He's 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 built himself uh, into a a fucking. He was brick at house. the academy not that long ago. Yeah, uh, he. Um, you know, Monster. part of the thing is that he's super dedicated to his to his craft. Yeah, I would say he a was lot a talented is, kid yeah. to begin with, and now he's with one of the most successful competition teams there is on the planet, with a bunch of studs on the mat every night. I mean, to give the guy the credit, there aren't that many people that are that I know that are that. I mean, I'm sure there are all over the country. There's many, but I don't know that many that are that dedicated. Talk about Vision Quest. I mean, the guy's like, I'm going to leave everything behind. I'm going to go to California. I'm going to become Sleep the world champion. Like, that's exactly like he would. <laughs> well, the shit that he's gone through to get there, uh, and, it's awesome. And it's not, um, 
it's it's not easy it's hard like you guys oh, know Jesus, like yeah. the training lifestyle is hard and that level of dedication to that to say hey i'm gonna because there is no quick fix there is no magic bullet in jujitsu it's like just mat time and training with the right people and he's invested in the process and I guess we all are to some extent, but he's like bought in hook, line, and sinker to like what he believes he can do on the scene, which is a just a that's brave. It's brave. Yeah. It's 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 courage. It's you know uh, it's pride and it's bravery to say, hey, I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket and I'm going to make it work, even though I know there's a ton of guy, talented guys out there. And and by the way, the result has been it's done pretty phenomenally. Yeah, I love the idea that. I think a lot of people are that dedicated. That I maybe I said it wrong. He's dedicated to something in particular that's really hard, which is to compete on a world level with world class people. Like that's the dedication. You're you're dedicated, but but you're just dedicated to a different goal. Like we're all dedicated in our own ways to these different goals. That particular goal, which is not I want to live a martial arts lifestyle or I want to bring jujitsu to the world or I want to learn to teach or I want to travel or any of that shit. His is like, I want to literally win. That's a really tough. Are you suggesting I don't want to win? (laughs) No, uh, actually one of my highlights of 2017 was something that I wish we had talked about right after it happened. Trying to see if the microphone fits up my ass. Jay actually won fight to win dead out. Just like everybody in the fucking audience knew he was going to, but Jesus, man, that was a big stage. You had not competed, if I'm correct, like at all before, like anywhere near that. You, there was months. no run up. You literally walked onto an international stage. It was broadcast around the world. Fucking beat the shit out of the world and then walked off the stage and then went back to teaching the next day. It played, was like, what the sweet fuck Caroline. just happened? Played Sweet Caroline. You didn't. What, no, bang, I did not. Bang, bang. Absolutely. That was not. it. We all went, bop, 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 as you walked out because we were in Boston. No. Actually, I played an Ennio Morricone remix. Very nice. Very uh, nice. Was it a RZA thing? It was a, I forget what it was. I think it was a remix of A Few Dollars More. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it was that was in talk about leading from the front. I'll get out of your ass. But it's like that seriously was fucking crazy. Like normally people would go maybe, you know, five or six comps on the way up, you know, like, uh, no, just like, let's go right to the top. Bam. It was uh, take home the win. What did you make? Five hundred bucks or something? <laughs> I don't know if it was that. Uh, but I, who cares about the money? That was fucking beautiful. Uh, World stage. Go first, home. Fight to win. Pro champ. Done. You can't not if 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 you get asked to. I mean, you guys were there. That that event was awesome. That was like a grappler's wet dream. Seth. Yep. Yeah. Might have um, been the best. I mean, up until that moment, that was the best. Um, Seth Daniels. Yeah. That was the best. One they've done up and they might have done one that was that card was amazing, like that was a great night. Yeah, you were Samoas and Travis Stevens grappling. And, that was awesome. Yeah, um, Gabe uh, Gonzaga, Rick Hahn, Alexandre Bueno Oliveira. Yeah, a lot. Just that. Was, I mean, uh, and uh, Jared Lawton and yeah, yep. that's crazy. Um, a lot of guys. Jared, Jared fought Formiga, right? Lot, yeah, Formiga. A lot of lot of podcast alums here. You're ripping off a lot oh, of yeah. these people. Right, been on the podcast since. So it uh, was it it was an awesome, like super awesome to be, a to be part of that card. B 
be to be on fight to win because like what a cool rock and roll setup for jujitsu like a great way to display the art tyler um, james was on that card tyler james tyler, tyler james, james walked in boy total mat time for tyler it's never very 25 long. seconds yeah it was quick <laughs> he just he just climbed up the the rope up upside down basically he was ready to go you know what i mean yeah. like yeah we're we're you know, talking and, you know, he's right before his music started. He's like, I feel fine. I feel fine. That's Sorry, where he lives. Get this, Man, yeah, right. That's where he lives. And I'll tell you, I so when we parked, Liz told me earlier on in that day, first of all, it was not fun. One night being one ninety five. Wasn't well, awesome. Do you mind talking about this? Because George, is it okay if we kind of go down this road for a little while? Because it's an opportunity to talk about it. Riddler, before you go down this road, you better you better just you're making a decision right now. <laughs> what do you mean? You may, there may be no turning back. Right. Oh, Once we start talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was number one kind of little surprise. I'm not saying you couldn't get to 195, but you're a big man. That was not simple. No, it wasn't that bad. The problem is leading up to it, I had my 40th birthday. Uh, Which you were not going to sacrifice for some stupid fight to win championship. <laughs> right. Of course not. <laughs> I know. I talked to Gary. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> but believe it or not, what I what I what I drank. And this was, by the way, this is like six weeks before fight to win. I had, uh, I was drinking. Yeah, you were super, I were making jokes. You were actually really like, professional about George it. George yeah. saw me doing it. I put like a splash of wine in a glass and I topped it off with soda water. And so it looked like I was drinking and I wasn't really. One roofie. And a roofie. I roofied myself. One Percocet. Low calorie roofies. Low calorie roofies. Keto. Keto roofies. Keto roofies. No, we're making jokes. You were, you, you were super professional. About um, it. I, I was knocked then, out. You made 195. Was but great. then had. My brother's bachelor, my little brother's bachelor party. Then he had his wedding, and then the next weekend was fight to win. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not that fun. But I'll tell you that you know, I woke up the morning and I'm like laying on the couch, eating. Just eating, uh, the day of, and my wife was like, "Wow, you're pretty chill." I'm like, "I'm thinking about taking a nap." I How long do you have to leave from now? I'm like, I don't know, like an hour and a half. I yeah, think. a lot. Yeah, a lot of people in the world when they perform, musicians, actors, will be like, just a little nap ahead of time puts your yep. clears out your head, and it really worked. I, uh, you know, I did that. We we drove down. I drove down early, parked, and when I was coming into that place, it was like the most absurd timing ever. Roberto. 10 Port City BJJers and another 10 Boston BJJers were in the front, like, waiting to go inside. Yeah. And they were the first people I saw. We were all hanging saw. out watching do so the, uh, doing all, We were just taking pictures together, just so you Yeah, know, we were just yeah. taking pictures together. Might have been where I lost my car keys. Um, <laughs> and from then on in, I was just not nervous. I was like, I'm ready to go. Like, you tell me right now, we can go right now. Did you feel like you had something to lose? Um, I, no. I, I don't I don't think that I ever compete with that idea in my mind. Um Do you have to like put it out of your mind or it just doesn't come into you? Doesn't really it's like not your personality. Not really my thing. Like I'm focused on me and what I like I've trained I you know, I trained thinking about um kind of the things that were gonna occur. Like, you know, if I was not in control of the match, the positions we were going to get to. 
Um, but that happened weeks and weeks before. You know what I mean? By the time it comes to the day of, I'm going to enforce my will. I'm like, make sure I, I execute my steps and, um, you know, and that's the best thing I can do to put myself in a position. Well, you have a really, uh, maybe, uh, I mean, it's from my perspective, I'm not a, a, the best perspective of all, but I would describe that certainly watching you over years, you have a pretty wide ranging style. You don't, you don't have this one thing that you do over and over again and you just make sure that that's the one thing. But on the actual day, you know, the guy you were going with was younger and, and he's known as a footlock guy. And right. it, I mean, that's why I asked if you felt like you had something to lose. It wasn't someone that you're that you're you don't you're not training with footlock guys all day, you know, that kind of thing. It seemed like a little bit of a jump. But what I was gonna say was it seems like you actually got up there and it looked like you had a pretty simple plan, actually. You didn't run through twenty five thousand techniques. You really went back and forth between two or three. You know, so that was. I feel like we there was a plan, and you did exactly what. Uh, well, I mean, because you, you played a kimura against an arm lock, and then and we've seen that position before, but you know, so I don't know. It, it felt like that was a pretty. It, it, it looked really well executed. It looks like something that you planned on doing that you went in and you actually executed on, but I don't know. It's just uh, it's interesting to to talk about it from like the outside point of view. I'm fascinated with how that shit comes together. So it's interesting you mentioned that because I knew uh, that Paolo was going to pull guard pretty quickly, and he has he does he has he has good footlocks, um, and I knew that I was I was probably not willing to pull as fast as he was. Um, and I knew he was going to pull, and he was. <laughs> all, gonna... We're all not making jokes about guard pulling right now. Go right out of respect. But I, you know, I'd been, I've, as you know, I've been working like a, a number yeah. of different things. I, I, yeah. I wanted to see if like he would play the takedown game. Yeah. Um, Your fucking foot sweep is right. Fucking fire right now. And uh, so he got the. I was actually really pissed because I had trained for that that guard pull because the foot is on the opposite side that it normally is, freeing up my hand to try to stop that leg. And um, I and I said, hey, try to stuff it. If you don't stuff it, get to your knees inside of his guard because if you stay standing, he's gonna he's going gonna to go for the footlock right, right away. Right. And like an asshole, I stayed standing, and he went for the <laughs> footlock. And I remember saying to myself, Jay, you deserve everything that happens to you now right. because. <laughs> You let this happen, even though that you trained a million times for this not yeah. to happen. It's funny. We're all watching, and there was that little spot towards the beginning where it was like, oh, shit. I haven't seen Jay in trouble like this before, and it was uh, great. It was great. You were in big trouble, but you know what really I mean. Not really trouble. You but, know what I mean. It was you know, a challenge. It was good. But you're right. I was in a, I was in a position where I was made to pass. You know, right. After that, I, we settled up into his guard, and you know, became I became the passer, and he became the attacker from the guard. Hashtag litterboxing. Litterboxing. And and it went just like that. Um, and I, I actually, you know, I passed fairly quickly uh, right off the bat, but then he was able to replace guard, and we spent largely the rest of the match there. So I was playing a role that um, I don't mind playing at all. You know, I feel like I express myself a little bit better from my guard. Like I have more... Uh, my jujitsu yeah. becomes a little more dynamic. My passing style mm-hmm. isn't so dynamic. It's really like it's drive. My right. passing style is dr- like to drive through. It's not very pretty. Right. Um, it's slow, and I take an inch at a time. 
Uh, but my guard style is more, much more dynamic. So I wanted to showcase that, but I thought uh, realistically that that was not really going to be an option for me. Right. Because I knew I'd be in his guard. Well, you seem like you set up a, a good situation where you, you, you know, your opponent has a couple of options and neither of them are very good. And that kind of played itself out. But shout out to that dude. Like he, oh, he was tough. He, uh, dude, he is but super I've, tough. I've seen him. Oh, he competes. I've seen him compete against Keenan a couple times in the yep. last year. Like, He's game, you know, he's and he's a very nice guy. Like him he's, and his brother, good dudes. Yeah, both uh, Paolo and Vin, super nice guys. Um, I mean, yeah. really talented black belts. Those are the guys that run AK kimonos. If you guys are familiar with them, yeah, six or seven years ago, I trained with those guys at Burrill when I was just nobody, yep. and they were, you know, they weren't black belts, and they were just always there. I'm like, oh, so fucking dedicated. They're mat rats. Yeah, yeah. Like, just so dedicated. Uh, and, awesome. Uh, and also, they, you know, they train with under uh, Tim Burrell in, uh, yeah. in Rhode Island. Tim and yeah. I are old, old friends. Like, yeah. And so that was, we were joking about it before. He's like, you guys are going to have fun. And I'm like, thanks, Tim. Hmm. <laughs> like, but, uh, it you know, he was there and we joked a lot and, um, I had a, a real tight series of Kimuras at the end of the match. We ran out of time, um, but that kid is super tough. Yeah, super, super, really tough, tough. talented yeah. and yeah. tough. And I was, I loved how the the local people showed up for you, and they showed up for Paulo too. I mean, but they showed up like they were they were really into that one particular match, and it was great. It was a great presentation. So, fight to win, pro. It's just, just. Uh, yeah, I was knocked out. I knew it would be good, but it was really good. I got so into watching, like I forgot for a while, like that I was going to compete because I was watching so many. Like we were watching Misha. Uh, Misha's fight was really good. And, yeah, um, with Jack, with Sta- Jack Stapleton. Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. And that was a really good match. Uh, then I'm watching Tyler. A ton of really good matches. I was watching Pell. Right, Hanan and Pell. Pell and Hanan. That was awesome to watch. And uh, and the Terminator, right? Yep. Roman. Yeah, Roman was awesome. Roman. Yeah. He, man. I, like, I'm so amazed when he loses, yeah. which is not all that often. No. But when he loses, I'm like, how did that happen? Because I roll with yeah. him all the time. And I'm like, well, he, he had to, a, it's he, trying to grapple a bulldozer. Yeah, he had a rough, rough pull. I mean, pick. It yeah, was a, that was a, a tough one. Yeah, it was a, a tough one, one for him to go with. But, right. yeah, what a great night. And then... Yeah. uh and Tyler, we got to get Tyler on the podcast sometime. Mm. I am just I I, I don't think we, I want to see Tyler and just George. Maybe all three of us. I have Tyler. no forecast for the things that will come out of Tyler's mouth. Tyler was on it once. Remember way way back. Well, he actually has been yeah. on it a couple times. He was on the very very. He was. He's but been. He's he was been on the Howder one in the in the right. garage, yeah. and he oh, asked yeah. the question. Yeah. At, like in and it was like. It was good. I man. feel like Tyler yeah. has developed into a a, a a a larger personality since then. <laughs> Just yeah, Tyler's Shout out. Tyler, man. Shout out to the cerebral assassin. He's my brother. Yeah. He's like my. He's coming. He's his. like my brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the commitment. George. Hey, do you am 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 I wrong or? Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna call him out by name because he's near the academy. Black Gee. Do you think he looks like a uh, smaller version of Tom DeBlass? <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I thought he looked. <laughs> maybe. We can, we can make the call when Tom is here speaking in, of, uh, in June. Yeah, right? he'll be July, I think. July. So speaking of Tom DeBlass, I saw a picture today of him and Gordon. And Gordon's training in a gi. 
And it was, you know, I forget what like the caption was, but it was like, you know, look out, here we come. And I'm like, oh shit, like this, you know, Gordon Ryan, but there's people on this thread. I don't know if they're just trolling or whatever, but that like, nah, he's going to suck in the ghee. Like he's not, I'm how thinking, can you say that? how can you say that? Like this guy is talented, hardworking, has dominated in Everything he's, he's done, everybody. he's like lost, you know, once to, you know, he lost to Felipe Pena or whoever he lost to. But right. like the dude, how That's, could you think he's not going to do well to, in a gi? Right. Like he's going to be fine. And, and it's a, you know, technically speaking, it's the the uh, the learning process is a little reversed from what it normally is. But when when you have that level of success. And you're that much of an animal at this point. Um, how can you doubt there's that no, you he's can't. gonna? I, I'm sure there's a learning curve, and he's gonna he's gonna take some lumps here and there in the gee, just because there's so many nuances to what's possible there. Um, you know, but on on a on a long enough timeline, because he's he's still super young. He's going to be awesome. It'll be interesting to see what rule set he goes with. If he's just going IBJJF. Well, if he's he's talked about being world champion, right. which means he'll fight under the IBJJF yeah. rule set. I'm sure he'll do some no rule stuff like he'll wean himself off of the heel hooks a little bit. Well, he But he, he doesn't he, just he, he, Yeah, he gone past then. Yeah, he, he yeah, He does. It's not like he's just a leg locker. No. He, no, he's got he, a pretty complete game. For sure. You know what I mean? Much more complete than I think people give him credit for Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I see him, he's going to be right at the top, right out the get-go, I think. I mean, who's going to, who's going to, first of all, he's going to be, he'll be super heavy, I guess. I um, mean, I'm not saying he's not going to lose, but. Oh, no. He's going to. I'm not saying that either, but. Watching him roll with Cyborg at ADCC, you just went, this is just not a normal person anymore. This is like, he's incredible. And you know. Both the credentials and the physical abilities of Cyborg. He's not as young as he used to be, but I remember being at Pants and the guy walking by, going, Gee, "I'm just going, Jesus Christ, that's a big guy! Like he's huge. He's like two yeah. of me." Yeah, I mean, and you're like, I mean, because you know, I mean, his forearms are like my th- thighs. These are all great athletes, but he's an outstanding athlete. And man, like, I don't even work the perimeter. I wonder <laughs> if he, I wonder if he'll be roaming the stands. This year, what does that mean? If he's going to be in pan, there. pants, I mean, they were just at No Gi Worlds. Is that just? Yep. Is that the one that just happened? They were out there, like. I would think if that were my goal, I'd want to be there in attendance. Yeah, just to see, you know, not that not that the scene is anything new to him, but I'm excited to get out there. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited to go to Mexico. Mexico's, Mexico's first. Be awesome. Let's talk about Mexico for no, a second. No, Mexico's second. All right. The pans are f- tail end of the first week of March, 7th through 11th, I think. And then uh, Puerto Escondido is uh, in April. Just in case, uh, this will be out there before April, I hope, Riddler. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, BJJ in Paradise. Um, I'll be. Alongside some like 
pretty serious jujitsu guys. What is BJJ? Who and cares Paris about J? those other guys? We're going to see Jay Mansfield teach, right? <laughs> what what is BJJ in Paradise, Jay? So it's ba- it's basically like a jiu-jitsu retreat where you go for a week. You can do as much jiu-jitsu or as little jiu-jitsu as you want to. Uh, it's like your standard all-inclusive vacation where like your room and board is included, all the jiu-jitsu trainings included. I think there's a little coconuts. surfing. Coconuts. Breakfast. A little surfing. There's surf lessons every day. I'm going to learn how to fucking surf. Well, I think you should YouTube the waves there before you make a final decision. Why? Uh, because the waves are like there's like those are let's not dissuade the Riddler from, from big surfing wave these surfing waves. like do you even know me dude I'm serious these if like these waves are humongous do you see fear in these eyes I'll tell you what Riddler okay if there were octopuses everywhere you, I'd probably get weird if you but. surf if you surf in the big surf at Puerto Escondido man I will give you a hundred dollars and uh, you know, I'll pay for your burial in, every, in any way that you like. Okay, the no o- problem. The ocean is. I can't believe scary, you don't know dude. what you're agreeing yeah. to. Okay, good. I'm talking about like forty foot waves. Forty um, foot waves. Not, maybe. Well, there's but no even, way I could pop. even twenty. If they're twenty, that but they're is bigger than that. I mean, I've been on like go to YouTube and look them up, dude. It's a huge, huge, huge destination. You really think that the goal here is to is to get some people who do jujitsu and put them on forty foot waves? No, I, there's other places to surf. I'm okay. sure. All right. I'm just saying, you being in the big, I hear fear and hatred right now. I, <laughs> what? I, I love. I feel. No. I want to feel love and. I'm sorry. I got sun si- and healing. I got sidetracked. No, I don't need healing. The, I got sidetracked with the challenge of the moment. Uh, so I, it is going to be awesome. It's payback um, for for trying to get me to jump in the ocean more than once on Saturday. So we got hey, you know, if you don't want if you don't like charity. I understand that. Just just give me the fifty bucks now, and I'll do it once. <laughs> um, we have. Uh, I mean, Cautera is going to be there. Teaching. Marcio Stambowski. Yeah, Maka Howe. Croiler Gracie. Croiler Gracie, like. And some guy named Jay Mansfield. Jay Mansfield. I think there's a couple other guys. Uh, I think Eric Bydark is yep. teaching, and he's he's. I love that he's guy. He's great, man. man. Yeah. I, we met. I met. We met Take him. Take down north. nation. I'm excited for that. Eric's like, I great. Am definitely going to be hitting up those sessions. Yeah. Um. He, that guy's got the deadpan of all time. So, like, part of me, like, <laughs> kind of like guy. I'm psyched to be able to go. You know teach and share jujitsu it's such a cool place but i can't wait to go train with these the other guys that are there i can't beat wait to be there with you guys law family will be there yep it's gonna be a hell of a time like how many podcasts are we gonna do down there like 94 until i get divorced pretty much uh we'll get liz in on the podcast do you just need enough mescal and we'll we'll shush We'll get Liz on a podcast. This is a good goal. Totally. This is a good goal. We got to take Andrew. Liz, fishing. when you listen to this, I'm sorry, but we're gonna put you on a podcast. I told An- Andrea it was like at Christmas we got a fishing fishing rod for her, and she's like, I want to go fishing. I was like, dude, you can't go right now, and everything's frozen. But uh, I was like, we'll go in Mexico. Nice. So we're gonna have to take her fishing. You know what Mexico. we should do? We should get whoever is there. Someone can be the curator of this. Moderator, sorry. Uh, whoever is there for Jiu-Jitsu Wives to yeah. do a podcast about 
we've uh, we've actually talked about this with people up here before. We're gonna have like a uh, ladies takeover of the podcast. I think it would be pretty funny. Oh, I'm certain it would be very like funny, to, especially to get the if other they were, side. You know, that's exactly right. That's and, exactly and to let right. them speak their minds because you are talking about and. If if you are a male or a female jujitsu practitioner out there, and you have a significant other, or you're the significant other listening to this podcast, it is not an easy job. Not an to easy be job. The other. It's it takes a lot of understanding, and it takes a lot of patience to feel like you're always playing second fiddle. How about this question? To a martial art. Honey, are you going to, for me it was judo, but because uh, at the time when I was married, but but yeah, are you guys, are you going to go train again tonight? And you're like, yeah. And like, okay. You're like, <laughs> okay, well let's have this conversation. You realize there is no expiration date on this. Like this is just what we do like a couple this of times it. a week. This is what's going to happen. No, it's okay. It's fine. You're like, <laughs> Really? Is that right. is this a conversation? I'm not obviously it's not you guys. I'm just using my give you my personal experience here. But I don't think you understand. That's like sort of like you know, are we having dinner tonight? Yeah, we are having dinner tonight. Right? Know. It's it's who we are. It's not a surprise. It's the same nights each week. I believe that We're my good, wife right? trains more than I do. Right? Uh yeah. And when she's healthy, at least she comes to my Monday morning class, yeah. dude. That's so early. It's so. You know what the funny thing is? So harsh. I don't. I don't know how this occurred. Every other morning class is at six thirty. Why no. is yours at six? They won't let me change it. <laughs> they will not <laughs> let me change it. I'm like, hey guys, what do you say about six thirty? Be like, eh. yeah. I kind of. Like, Why don't we just leave it at six and then we like kind of like start slow? And I'm like, you guys come at six thirty every other it's fucking, so fucking day yeah, of right. the week. Right. The same fucking guys, right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and they can't <laughs> like. You're, I'll a, tell you're you, a giver, Jay. You really the, are a no, giver. Jay it's is just a giver. the alarm. You know what the funny thing is? I, actually, I was going to complain about the alarm, but the alarm goes off for me to get on an airplane, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. And that, first of all, that alarm goes off at like 3 in the morning. But when the alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning to get up and go do jujitsu, like I am all like, bing, yeah, let's go. Like, let's go. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Let's go. It's tough. First 30 seconds acquainting myself with like, I'm really going to go do jujitsu right now. Right. Like, but then I, you know, I do my deuces. I brush my teeth and... Like I'm in the car listening to music and drinking coffee and getting ready to go. I think the other day I was having a conversation with Liz and other jujitsu wives, and I was telling them about. It must have been at our at the pie night or something. But yeah, we were should, talking when about when we're done. We should talk about pie night. But go ahead. Yeah, we were we talking about uh, ringworm and and I was telling them if you drop the soap in the shower at Port City, <laughs> throw it away. You, I told, I was like, listen, I wash the soap. If I drop it, I wash it with other soap so it's clean. Let's be, and hold on, I'll hold on. You, you could be yeah. misunderstood the way you're saying this. Port City is in a sports complex, which Port City has no control over. Port City is clean as fuck. The sports complex, eh. by the end of the day may or may not be compromised, especially in the shower area, and that's what George is talking George, about. what's the number one rule of Port City Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Well, the first rule is 
we stole from Chris Howder and is if it's padded and it's in play. That is true. Right. Man, s- I, if it wasn't for that rule, I would lose I would go a good third of my rolls. The right. second house rule, which I stole from someone else, is if the girl or a white belt cries, you die. <laughs> the rule, the third rule, Port City BJJ, is wear flip-flops. In the locker room because at all times, at all times because unless you're on the mat, you will have poop on your feet. Yeah, and that poop, poop will be on my face. Yes, eventually the poop will be on my face <laughs> and on my in my mouth. And I, yeah, I, we don't have control over those I mean, showers. Those are it's not, not those even are like not that. Our, our academy like, that's, that's like a sports that. complex. There's yeah. a, there's a stampede of flip flops lead from the locker room to outside yeah. the mats, and that's fine, and it's all good. Like yeah. just don't. Whenever I see someone walking barefoot, I'm like, that's why your toes look the way uh, they do. But that, I actually had to, so there was a kid in kids class a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, I don't understand why I have to wear um, flip-flops in the locker room. And I was like, I was like, how do I explain this to him? So that's I, don't like, I don't like I had, poop on my so face. I, that's what I, t- I was like, listen, dude, if you don't have these flip-flops <laughs> on in the AIDS. locker room, <laughs> you're going to get poop on your feet. All right? And I don't even care if you got poop on your feet, but you're going to walk on the mat after. And that poop is going to go from your feet to the mat, and then your face is going to be on that mat. And the kid was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll wear, wear the flip flops. <laughs> I, dude, I, all I had to do was bring poop into it. His parents looked at me and they were like, oh, yeah. Everybody was clear after that about why we wear flip flops in the locker room. I have to so first of all the the great part about it is we have the the sauna and the steam room salt salt water pool. swimming pool the great part is we don't have to take care of that swimming oh, pool yeah. it's a hot awesome. tub. Yeah. someone else does it for you but, pay a water uh, bill man I went in there tonight I don't know what occurred in this stall before I got uh, to it. I saw that. It was, Actually, you saw I, the, big, I thought, the big stall? Yeah, I thought it, it was you. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> that was a blowout, man. I don't know Somebody blew out the whole But it was jitter. like, like they, they missed. Was, they missed like by missed. a foot. And I'm like, <laughs> and that had to be deliberate. Yeah, like, and what's I'm going, like that's Jay, my jam. That I'm one's, like, Jay is really gross today. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can ever go back to that one again after seeing that. It was it's tainted. Yeah. strong. So let's talk about Pie Night. Oh, yeah. So Pie Night, when did you actually get Pie Night going? Did that come from, from uh, Portsmouth Judo? No, uh, it's a Portsmouth Judo thing. George. Yeah, yeah so George? I, I can, I'll start it out. So Portsmouth Judo, the, to be direct, the reason why there was Pie Night was because way, 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 way back, like this is probably 15 years ago or whatever, and it was happening for many, many years before that, basically you'd look around the Judo Club back then, and it was... Mostly angry men. That's basically who was training. There were some people who were younger who were like into the sport. And of course, we were lucky to have the, the Pedros and, and some decent Olympic coaches around. So there were some people who were like, I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going to be a great athlete. But there were just a lot of angry guys. You know, I mean, that's the kind of people that were drawn to this sport of just throwing people aggressively on their fucking head over and over again. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't want, but they were smart, angry guys. They weren't just like elbowing each other in the head. It was, it was, a, it was an interesting group, right? And it was funny because technically angry, technically angry. 
And the the funny thing was everybody kind of was iffy about the holidays. Because the holidays when, can be really fucking stressy. When Riddler first started judo, there was a dude that we used to train with. I think it was I think it was then. He was a fisherman. His name was Chris. He was angry. He was a motherfucker. <laughs> My one of you know, like you know Vision Quest? You know, like those after school specials, like yeah. you know, like all the movies where that thing happens. The day, like two years after I started, that I fucking threw that guy with a left side. I can remember it right now. Left side Serenagi got underneath, up all the way down, standing, no roll, on his ass was the day that I all of a sudden was okay with the world. Like it was, you need someone like that in your life. That was like, I walked out of that place that night, the king of the world. That guy was. I don't mean to be mean. He probably wasn't as bad as I thought he was, but he was. He could give a shit about you. He would just throw you so fucking hard, and then just like like walk away with disdain. In he some, was a in some tough cases. Guy. I felt this like in judo, God, God the, invented, and I got him. Oh, the, I got him. The mutual him, benefit yeah. thing is sometimes overlooked. Yeah. Anyway, this pie night. Anyway. Well, most of those guys, you kind of look around, and nobody was really that. I mean, you're into the holidays because you got kids and shit, but it's just gonna be stressy, you know. And so the cool thing about pie night was you you go in the night before Thanksgiving, you just fucking have at it. Then the deal pie night was a little different than maybe as it is jujitsu club. The deal was you had to have the sampler. That was the deal. You go in, you have one slice, even if it's a little slice. Of every goddamn pie that's there. And there was some drinking involved. And a, a lot of the bushes got fertilized. And that's the way it was. But you used to be able to go into the holiday. No, no. You I was go, thinking you were talking about George Bush. And like, yeah, no, 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 no. But like, you could what? go. No, everybody. Do this deal. I don't think they did judo. <laughs> but the bottom line is you go into the holidays kind of rectified you know like you ready for this because you just got it all out of your system and you got the next day you're going to see the outlaws and they're going to be all like oh are you still doing your karate thing and the whole thing you got through that that was the sort of the genesis of this whole thing so i think <coughs> we were we kind of do our own it's our version own version of that it's our own version um first of all the 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 pie night and, and i'm so happy like george that you have kind of evangelize this thing to make sure that it happens because it's become a time where now Port City always has an open door policy. Anybody can come train like nobody's telling on anybody like we don't care where you train. If you want to come and you want to train like so be it. The jujitsu community is too small for people to lock their doors and not let their students train in other places. And that's how we all grow. Like every single person in this room you know, trains at different academies on a regular basis. Like, yeah, there's no Tim benefit Barsh. to saying don't train somewhere else. Absolutely there's not. Literally no benefit. We've made like great friendships and training partners from like the professional martial arts guides, both Tim Barshard and Rick Hahn, Lucas Valley. Like, we go train with those guys and they come up and they train with us. And when they have important events, we support them and they support us. That's how this thing works. Like, Roberto. And Mass BJJ and North Shore BJJ, like all of the. Am I missing anybody? There are definitely some more, but keep going. Yeah, but the point is that the open door policy with jujitsu is very important. That's how this thing grows. That's how we 
that's how we come together as a community. You know what I mean? If you start segregating it, which is what we human beings do by nature, is to form groups out of big groups. Take a big group, make them into small groups. And then all the small groups get leaders. And all the leaders say, don't talk to those other guys. That's that's how human beings are by nature. Yeah, it looks like there's a benefit maybe to the leader of that small group. But honestly, if you take a step back, there is zero benefit. There's no zero one benefit. benefits from this. Right. Not the small group, not the large group, not even the leader. In the end, it's a short-term plan. It's not a long-term plan. So the result is on Pi Night, uh, how many different academies? I thought no, it was six. Was we had a great mix. We had a lot of women came, and then we did. We had Ryan from... Uh, Ryan Fennelly. Yeah. It was good to see him. It's been a yeah. while since we caught up with him. He's a good yeah, Obviously, the Nostos guys, but... Nostos, but Nostos PMA. Guys, PMA guys. But the cool thing was that... So now Pi Night and Jiu-Jitsu, it's a little different, right? It is a little different. Pi Night and Jiu-Jitsu is... <laughs> I mean, it's it's Port City. We do it a little different. You know what I mean? We don't, yeah, we we don't all have it on different. the same night every year. We sort of have it at different times. But our our take on it is um, two hours of – I put the clock on for two hours, six-minute six rounds, I think, with yeah. a 45-second break in between for I two hours. The, I took one round off. Yeah. And then you just, you know, your your goal is to roll for every one of them if you can. Yeah. And then uh and then we go to coach's house and we eat pie. Well, I mean everybody Pizza brings pie. a pie. Not not everybody brings a pie, pie, but most people bring a pie and there's and a there's, lot of pie. Yeah, you yeah. Can, I mean there's coaches got food. Coach we had pizza. Coach rolled there's, out the the yeah. barbecue. Right. Yeah. It was the ribs. ribs. The ribs. I mean, this is what coach does. For any of you out there that know can I name him by name? He's been, He's on, the been on the podcast. Yeah. Yes, you can. So Jim DeLuca, we call him Coach. Uh, this is probably great podcast, by the way. Definitely was, oh, go yeah, back and listen to that one. Go ahead. One, one of my favorites. I I love hearing Coach talk about like his inspirations and the important yeah. people in his life when he yeah. was a kid. I hope someday yeah. he has it, a podcast of his own. He could just go on. It gives perspective on who he is. You know what I mean? Like, totally. A pretty amazing guy. Like, impossible to disrespect. You're like, I, sorry, I can't do it. Like, the guy commands respect. Yeah. He made me stop whining it forever. I don't yeah. whine anymore. You ever notice that? I used to whine all the time. I don't whine anymore. I, I have no excuses. You also don't make that noise anymore. Yeah, whining. But look at that guy. I mean, you can't right. whine. You so can't he, look at that man and whine. So Coach has got his 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 stuff together. You know what I mean? He, he has an awesome pad. He always invites us, and he goes all out, and he makes a, like a you know an effort to kind of make it a really nice event, and he does such a great job. And we're, We appreciate him a ton. So he brings all this food. You know, we're watching, uh, I think it was a Sunday, so we were watching football. And yeah. This year we did it on a Sunday. or Down by the beach, too, Sunday, right? Right on yeah. the beach. So right we the did beach. 10 to 12 rolling and then 12 to whatever. And I was a good, I felt like that was a good time for Man, it. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. I We should, uh, yeah, the timing was really good. The pies were outstanding. People just coming in and out the whole time. Yeah. It's great. It was, and yep. it's great to see and everybody a, outside of the mat, too. And we got a visit from Mr. Devin Powell, Devin Powell and Carolyn. And, yeah, and the Powells. UFC fighter Devin yeah. Powell. Hey, yeah. I got another story. 
I just oh, bring it. I got a locker room story. If it comes out like that, uh, we got it. We yeah, it I just thought it's like in my it's in my mind recently. That's what this this is um, this, what the Three Kings is for. This came man. up last nice. night. It came up last night as me and Chris Laflamme were sitting in the hot tub with the with the you know the sports club veterans. Um, there's that's a, a nice way of putting it. Yeah, there's a lot of well, old guys. Is, and we're all gonna be old guys someday, so you gotta the, watch it. Well, there's the on. Apple guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to start Wayne. He brings me apples. He works on a. He's the caretaker of an orchard, and he brings me one. They and they so you they making have friends with all these. Yeah, like, dude, I'm a friend maker. I know According, you are, but contrary to some belief systems, I am maker of friends. Uh I don't. I I I would never doubt it in a million years. I would never doubt it in a million years. You, I am the friend maker. Like I take, you know, I take. I, I sit out a couple plays in the podcast. <laughs> down there with the fire department in New York, <laughs> running around. That, that story yeah. is just—it's oh, just insane. Man. Go back even. and listen to that. one, I just man. don't have, yeah. like, dude. Like, I can't say it's just because you're not not a busy guy. You're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Yeah, but here's the: my but, wife is does jujitsu. So that helps. You know You're what I'm a saying? Out, a bit of an outlier there. Yeah. So does your daughter. And my daughter does it. So, right. We all do jujitsu. So it's helpful. It makes it, yeah, we're, I mean, we're all busy. I mean, carpooling gets pretty simple. But I also don't, and I also don't travel for work. Right. You know what I mean? Who wants, when they, and I, but I have before. And when I used to travel for work, I did not want to travel on the weekend. I can tell you that. Yeah. I drive to go to work. I drive five minutes up the road. That sounds nice. You know what I mean? And then I drive 20 minutes to the academy. So for me to go travel on the weekends. And so it's like a cultural experience for Andrea. Right. Jiu-jitsu experience for all of us. And and then once we got in tied, once we got into the culture of this group of people that are they, there's a group of people that go and they do all these things. And once we got into that, it was like, man, I'm addicted to this thing now and right. I have to go to all of them because I want to see and hang out with these well, people. Well, yeah, I mean, you were talking about going down to New York. It was almost like, hey, you know, why don't we go to New York tomorrow? <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't this... I, I come from the I planning world, the you know that. Story. I'm not going to do it, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. No, but yeah. you actually... But you're not, and as Depends you on which there, trip we're talking about. No, but yes. I'm just saying, when you get down there, <laughs> it's like... this last... Yeah, this last one. Yeah, and then but something... the one before was the cool one. But then something... Someone says, "Hey, why don't we do this?" And then hit it. And then before you get done, you had this amazing experience. You did a great podcast. Unreal. You were dealing yeah. with like international, like you know, issues and and awesome people and leos and like it I, was fucking beautiful. Man. I couldn't, I You're, couldn't believe. First of all, what you like the the stories you came back with that you were you were telling me just like a life changing event. You guys are going to meet all these guys very soon. Number one, that's um, right. For real, like they're—I mean—they're coming. We're we're gonna get them up all up to ports. Like these guys, well, are so great. Well, um, but yeah, the first one. So the first one was like a We Defy seminar, and Brian Marvin was teaching. And I was like, man, I don't got nothing to do. Let's go down and see Brian Marvin. And I don't think I'd ever really because um, he was on the podcast. Because yeah, he was and on you the knew podcast. Right, and yeah. We knew him, and he's a good dude. I wanted to go go hang out. And uh, so we and I was like, this could be a good road trip, you know. And so we drove down there. I think we took the we might have took the camper. I don't know if we took the camper on that one or not. Plus, we got this camper thing now that we can drive around. in. So. wait, you own that thing? No, it's but it's like so it's Amanda's mother's 
but like they don't use it that much. So Ch- changes and the sheets. It's man. brand new. Old people uh, are weird. <laughs> yeah, flaky. So we get yeah. to we get yeah. to go travel in this flaky. The feet are just thing. disgusting. <laughs> Old people feet are just so gross. I'm halfway there, man. Oh, to go back. Let me go back. I would sleep in sweatpants and sweatshirt with socks on. I sleep like that a lot anyway. Yeah, you trained like the that <laughs> <laughs> I did tonight. Jay showed up. I had sweatpants on underneath my gi. I had a sweatshirt on underneath my gi. I had socks on, but that mat was cold. Was you know, cold. you always we say that, it, but though. it really mm-hmm. wasn't. It was fine. Dude, you weren't there when kids class started. It uh, was freezing. Okay. <laughs> it was freezing. Um, Let me go back to the old guy story. Please do. Sorry, I, I totally derailed you. It's okay. Um. For years, there's been a guy in there that he doesn't bring a towel. He just dries off with paper towels. Oh, I've seen this guy. Right? Here, so now this guy's in good shape. I mean, I've seen him naked. I've seen him drying just off for, with the for towels. For the listeners, the dog is looking at me funny right now. <laughs> right. I, I'm just going to let it that one slide by. <laughs> Let's just let it flow. Go get him, George. There's a, there's a thing in locker rooms, old dudes, they don't wear clothes. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I don't question it anymore. I just Life. wish they wouldn't go get right in your face into the talk stalls. To you? Yeah, with no clothes on, like add directly out of the shower, dripping wet into the stalls. Like that imagery. I'm like, at least make me believe. Like, put on a bathrobe before you go into the stall. Like, don't make me believe. At, at you what go point in the-, the level of don't give a fuck just goes right off uh, the chart? One morning. I came out and there was a naked guy peeing in the urinal with while brushing his teeth. That's so disgusting. No lie. But anyway, this guy Seinfeld was the, the guy you naked. know, the guy that, that dries himself with the towels. Bad naked. I was talking to him the other day, and uh, it was like he's like, "Oh, you didn't train on Christmas anyway. You took the day off because yeah, I see him in there every day." And I was like, "No, even I got to take a day off once in a while." And I'm talking, and he's like. It gets to the thing where, well, he's like, well. But you don't. I don't really, but yeah. um, now that I do goblet squats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says to me, I'm probably 30 years older than you. And I was like, I don't think you're, I'm older than you think, dude. I don't think you're 30 years older than me. He goes, I'm 73. I was like, holy shit, man. You're 30 years older than You me. are 30. And that dude is in great shape for 73. I would have said 60. I mean, I don't check him out. It's in good shape. You know, but uh, he is a fairly fit dude. Fit dude for seventy three. I was shocked. Yeah, and at seventy three, you think he had made enough? You know, you know why he does so cash on the side to afford a fucking he can. towel. Here's the thing: he does it out of spite. I was told by Wayne, the Apple guy in the hot tub. He does it out of spite. <laughs> he does this it out of spite. The story gets more and more interesting. Because like Wait. he's like, I pay for this fucking gym. So he he doesn't bring a towel and he uses paper towels. Does he, he wear flip flops? No, dude. That's so disgusting. You know what else he does? Uh, yeah, that's the land for me. Uh-huh. He uh none of those none of only jujitsu guys wear flip flops in can there. Can you imagine what that guy is growing between his toes? Dude. It's the like the level it, of don't give a fuck is off the chart. Yeah, it's going to be like uh, that Stephen King show. Uh, it's on Netflix now. What's it called? Stranger Things. Is that Stephen King? Yeah, it's a Stephen King book. Yes, it is. It's Stephen King. It is now. Oh, can I not say that? Doesn't matter. Keep I don't know, but <laughs> I started a rumor a couple of weeks ago that I kicked Jay off the podcast. 
You did? It's well, going around. I'm just, yeah, he keeps on, he, I keep on getting text messages. If I don't answer right when he calls, <laughs> I just get a text that says I'm fired. Fired. You're not fired. Anyway, uh, I, I got fired a lot of, like four times this week. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of locker room stories there, but I don't know. I mean, maybe the guy's just like. You know what? I, None I honestly, of those are stories. That was all true. Yeah, no, no. I don't yeah. mean. Uh, no, I don't mean. Hell? It seems stories. like a challenge. It's true. I think the thing, the difference between guys like you and most other guys is we don't talk to everybody. I so talk to them all. I'm not friends with shit, too. I'm not friends with any Apple of these guy. people. I don't know he Wayne the Apple a, guy. He meets up with some old guy at the gym who gives him apples <laughs> in I the locker room. Not only does it, now I got him giving, he was giving apples to Tyler, Andy, all kinds of people getting apples from Wayne the Apple is this dude. More, is this a morning class? Guy? No, this is a night guy. I'll show you Wayne. He's the one, he's like, man, he's a good dude. Uh, we, we should uh, be careful that we're right. not calling I'll, people. I'll introduce you. Yeah. Wayne is a good guy. I haven't said nothing bad about him. I, no, I understand. I give him shit all the time to his face. I told the other old guys in there that wayne sells viagra <laughs> that's not true right this is no, i don't know if it's true or not but that's what i told them and so one day i get in the hot tub and this dude's looking at me all weird and he's in there with wayne and uh for the record jay and i are drinking and george is not but go on and wayne goes, right. wayne. <laughs> seems vice versa so wayne told him before i got in the hot tub he's like you see this guy coming up he's he stalks me so it's gonna get real weird real fast and uh, the dude thought he was serious, and so the guy was all, was all weird for a few minutes. And I was saying, um, I was saying, I've had some strange interactions, right? Well, in there, not with me, not with you, but others <laughs> in the locker room. Okay, since we're doing this, let's see if we can make it a more normal locker room story. We were, I was in there in the morning. You were teaching. You weren't in the locker room. The, I, I come. Oh, it was after the class. There's a great podcast I playlist going. Get hey, up. Uh, hold on. Do no, you no. think Chris Lapiana knows that there are morning classes? That there are morning classes? He yeah. goes sometimes. He goes to all morning classes, Riddler. No, he doesn't. He does. He went to he went to Wednesday. Yes. Well I know because he taught me how to do not, the Imanari roll. Wednesday's not all the morning classes. You guys should Wednesday, see my Thursday, hot Imanari roll. <laughs> he probably does. He doesn't come on Mondays. No, I got the Imanari. He shows up. No, he he he's like almost all the time. But when he misses uh. one, I have to give him shit for it. So anyway, we're getting out of the class. Uh, I, I get. I'm getting out of the shower. I come out of the shower and I see w- w- uh, someone who's not going to get named on this goddamn podcast. Please, thank you. Who is a law enforcement officer who trains sometimes in the morning and sweet guy. And uh, smart guy, sort of new, sort of a new guy, not not one of the older guys, uh, hanging out, just quiet guy, doesn't say much. I come out of the locker room, and this other dude is there, and I go, whoa, gee, smells like Chiba in here, right? I'm making a joke to my friend, the law enforcement officer, right? And he's sort of looking at me. What are you, tone look? Yeah, law enforcement officers don't typically think No, but that's why it was funny, because it did smell like Cheebs. Anyway, so this other guy who we all have seen a number of times goes, yeah, dude, it's me. I'm like, uh, what? Uh, like, <laughs> I had no idea it was him. The Are you cop, trying to go like, cop? No, out, and then he, I don't know. And then he pulls out two like serious spliffs. By the way, you're, you're getting old school uh, name nomenclature here. I, I mean, like these were fatties. And he's like, 
I carry these all the time. He goes, I use it to get my anxiety down. Do you want one? Glau- and I'm like, he's got glaucoma, dude. And yeah. I'm like, it's for the cataract. This is, but keep it clear. This is not the law enforcement officer yeah. who is just quietly yeah. standing there chuckling underneath his breath this entire time. And I go, I definitely do not want to receive one from you right now. Please. Maybe He's like, later. Dude, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, anyway. It was one of them. Yeah, so we funny. No, it was so hilarious because the whole he's literally ass to ass with this, this cop and he has no idea. And he just goes, on, oh, I got this. He starts pulling this shit out, right? I don't know what's gonna happen. Luckily the guy takes off and I'm looking at our friend, like, Wow, that guy didn't see that coming. He goes, I didn't see anything. I'm it was like, for medicinal right. purposes. <laughs> I, was, I was washing my balls. Uh, it was just uh, so funny because I was wanting to look at the guy and go, you know, you're standing next to uh, the fuzz. The popo. Right. Yeah. It was great. The guy just completely incriminated. Weed himself. is pretty much legal Yeah, I mean, it's fine now. It was just one of right? those things. I'm an it's old guy, my, so I thought it was funny. Not my thing, but it's fine. It's not mine like, either. It was I, just great. I'm like, if you want to do it, do it. It was I just so care. funny. You're in the locker room, and this other dude just Plus totally my pops from up. Vermont, so what choice do I have? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a little, that, that that story. George, you've done a lot of these. What were some of these? Uh, maybe a little. I, was, I thought you were going to say I did a lot of something else, but anyway. no, no, you did a bunch. <laughs> yeah. You did a bunch of podcasts by yourself in this uh, in this year. We had Thanks some really lot, cool podcasts. But uh, and you guys did a couple. Tell where us I, about when you almost beat up all the. Me- no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean so all the members of Menudo. Yeah, that time. <laughs> well, that's not really. I actually looked just anything. like one of the guys in Menudo when I was a kid. The ugly one. Nope. Very good looking. The one guy. with the keytar. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Trick question. They all had keytars. Oh. <laughs> uh, tell you about. Tell you about what? No, I mean there's got to be a little bit of a behind the scenes on on all these podcasting stuff that didn't quite get onto the podcast. You were down in who knows where. Done then a lot you did of Mission Twenty Two. We defy stuff yeah. recently. Yeah, you did a um, bunch of that stuff. And for those of you who don't know, Port City is an official We Defy. Is that true? Now. Yeah. Bro? Oh, that's fantastic, yeah. man. And so we're going to be having a uh, kind of a kickoff event in uh, in February. Fantastic. Um, so great. a lot of those guys. Are, so George has been spending a lot of not just because of that, but just because it's an awesome cause. And but you've awesome been traveling people. around. You went up to Jared Lawton's and stuff like that. Yeah, Jared Lawton's a good dude. Man. His wife is a fantastic lady, and they they got a kid. And that's another example of right. Like I bring Andrea places. There's always a kid. Rich McKeegan from Black Belts for Butterflies. Yeah, Andrea and him are best friends. <laughs> like. Andrea is a jiu-jitsu celebrity. Dude, yeah. Jared Lawton, Lawton's son. Yep. Perfect age for Andrea. Everywhere she has been. Judo Steve, he brought his kid to the last one. Andrea yep. had a friend to play with. Um, the big one, man, was really Black Belts for Butterflies. Like, I forget about how amazing that was until you asked me about amazing things. And right. then I think, like, holy shit, man. That was amazing. Well, I mean, talk about it for a little bit. I mean, because obviously you talked about it on the podcast. You also talked about it on our recent podcast, Give It, it Away, which was pretty cool. But, I mean, what else? I mean, maybe a little bit that wasn't quite as 
on the podcast. Like, just being around that must have been a knockout. I mean, I, so I'm hanging out with Kurt Osiander eating fucking gummy bears. <laughs> there you go. And uh, hashtag sponsorship hashtag. Dude, he's, I was like, bears. I was like, Kurt, you like gummy bears? He's like, fucking Harry Bo. I was like, that's what I got, man. And so me and <laughs> I Kurt. I bring the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, me and Kurt are chowing on fucking gummy bears. And uh, I was like, Kurt, I'm trying to get sponsored. He's like, we got to know somebody that fucking Harry Bo. And uh, so if anybody knows anybody. That guy Kurt, Kurt is, is one of my favorite people in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> he is. Um, I went to Dave and Buster's with Kurt and the rest of the Black Belts for Butterflies crew, and we, we had a good time. Watched, nice. the, watched some fights. Um, good, good, yeah. So um, for me, like, I don't know, like, I've got, I've got been lucky to get a bunch of good jujitsu pictures, but my picture with Mr. Rosiander is easily my favorite. Yeah, Kurt, I got a good picture of me and Kurt with the gummy bears. Nice. Um, Riley Bodycomb. Hashtag. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Arybow. Riley Bodycomb was a good one, man. That was a good. Uh, that was a good time. Like I had a good time with those guys. That we brought. We had the tra- uh, the the uh, motorhome. We had the motorhome down there for that. Yep. Um, it's been a long Nelson, year. Nelson Puentes, you know, we had a good. He's like my he's my co-host when you guys aren't around. I get <laughs> Nelson. So, man, Nelson, how about like th- this was a good one. Like I like him. I, he's, he's a great. Funny. Him and his wife are great people. I like his uh, his uh, instructionals. Speaking of which, uh, Grayson, uh, I don't want to get too too committed here, but this podcast set of instructionals. There's been a couple of instructionals have been filmed already. Yeah. We're gonna keep that going, but it's we got to pop a YouTube channel, so it's a it's little bit ones. more work. Can, That's what's going on. I think what we need to do is kick off technique of the week. Yeah, it's going to be rough to go every week, but we have to have a YouTube channel Not really. for it. Yeah, if Not you guys really. can do it, I can put it up. So, dude, I, yeah. we can video it by phone or by whatever. yeah. I, no, I agree. I think it's, it's I think it's a great done. idea. Plus, I know if you guys start doing it, that some of the guests that we're doing that we have will will do it pop too. On a technique of the week, and I like that. One of the things is I like uh, I like Nelson's techniques a lot because at least for me. Because it's super functional. It's not like the dude's like, hey, I came up with this cool idea where if you roll underneath and you come back up with the Kimura, but then you don't go with the Kimura and you go with the footlock, but then you don't go with the footlock and you go with the Barambolo. He's not like that at all. He's like, you know, sometimes when the guy comes up here and you stuff this, it doesn't work. I love that guy. It's just I, like really straightforward. His, I've used at least two of his uh, instructionals already. I would I, like, did you ever see, he did one called From Chile With Love. I didn't see that one. And it's like, but it's like, I, I, I just kind of looked at it. I remember he told us about he was Did doing it. involve some like ski slopes. And like, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, there was like, bombs and guns <laughs> and martinis. Uh, but it's like a book with videos in it. It's all multimedia. But man, I, there was a f- chapter I started reading about it and it's really good. Like it was, it was talking about Is throwing. Is this you can read online? You got to. It's not free, but yes. Oh, it's so it's, a, it's he but they, it. he gives a free chapter away. I read the chapter. Oh, that's fantastic. Good. From Chile with love. Yeah, I think they might have changed the name of it though. Yeah, uh, but that was the original name. Cool. But so I, man, I don't know where I saw him one time, and I was like, hey, you want to do like a? Would you ever do like an inverted gear tortuga rash guard? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. And then like he's like, how about if we did a. Panda washing himself with turtles. I was like, yeah, dude, that would be really cool. 
What do you and guys so, smoking crack? Like, who comes up with <laughs> that idea? Not, he, neither of these guys do the drugs. That's like, the funny in thing. In like two seconds. Yeah. And so I was like, this is like how Salvador Dali came up with his paintings. Like, right? Want a melting clock? I love this. Rhinoceros with you an know eyeball what? melting. You know what? The world is littered, littered with people that have great ideas that don't do shit about them. How well, tragic is so that? So that's the truth. And you know what? Nelson is going, I have a great idea. Let's do it right now. No, but that's the thing, And right? you And you should see this Ross card, yeah. especially when I'm wearing it. When I'm wearing it, it looks so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, looks I'm, good. I'm it's all V'd out and I'm shit. I'm thinking really hard as to why I don't have one of these Ross cards. I know. Well, you're because you got fired a few times, you know? Right around I don't the get time, the bonus. Or, yeah, you didn't get the bonus. <laughs> I, I actually had to buy mine. Yeah, you got to buy them, I would, fools. I'm, but he knows I'm okay with buying stuff. Like, yeah, but when I'm, I'm like, wearing it, it's all V'd out and shit. It looks good. What's I V'd still out got one for I don't know, but like a V-neck? Did you cut it into you a... Like you modified it? Like into you're shaped in a V-shape? Yeah, all, la- all lats and down, tries. Baby. Skinny, yeah. skinny waist. Nice. But So here's the thing, right? Just like you said, <laughs> I was like, we, we, we talked about it. You're not so much chalice. <laughs> you're more penis. Pear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. Go on. Anyone? Anyone? Are you done? Anyone? Are you done now? Look at all these cool things you went. You, no. you talked to Devin. Let me just say. So you're still trying to sell rash guards right now, right? No, nah, I sold most of them. I don't have too many left, to be honest with you. But if anybody does want to buy a rash guard, large. Jesus. Yeah, I might have okay. one stashed away for you. Nice. Um, I thought I was like, all right, we talked about it. Maybe you know, we'll, you know. But literally, like a week later, he sends me a message like, "Hey, here's the picture, and it's got the." Art of the fucking panda washing himself. Some people talk about doing shit. Some people do exactly. Thank God, the people that are doers in this world are the people that make the world go round. He is that. Don't talk about it. He did it. And so I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. And so I'm a, I'm that too. So if you come connect with me, and you, I'm, I'm in. Like so, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy seventy of them things. You know what I mean? Can I, can I say something? And this is going a little, uh, you know, off topic, but. You know, in the jujitsu world and in a lot of different places, there's lots of people that talk shit about what they're doing. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And what I like is this and what I like is that. And what I've observed of the human condition is that so many people, when it, when people are talking like that, most of the time they're talking to you, they're trying to, to create an image of the person that they would like to yeah. be, but they're not. And then there's... A small, very small percentage of this world that is actually the person that they're talking about. Like when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. When I tell you I I do do something, it's what I do. When I tell you I don't like something, I don't like it. And those are the, are the like the, the these people that are like I, like it's social media that kills me. Yeah, social media is rough. And they are they create an image of themselves that is so fucking fake because sometimes you see the you know these people. And you see the stuff that they post, and you're like, "That's not you, man. I know you, and that's not you." It's so just quit, like, cut the fucking no, shit. No, you're just dead on. Yourself. The other night, I uh, I was playing a show, and and uh, my my good friend's wife was there. And we were talking, and I said, "I'm going to say something that's going to make this real," because that's what I do. Like, I if I say it out loud, especially if I say it to someone you're I respect, committed. like you guys, I feel like I'm committed to it, right? Mm-hmm. So she's a sweetie; she's really smart, and I said, "I'm going to do this thing." And she she totally didn't get it, which is cool. Follow me out. She goes, you know, when you say that, it gives you the same 
she's a scientist. She goes, it gives you the same like reaction in your own head as actually doing it. So the reason why you're saying it is so you won't have to do it because now you feel like you already did. And I'm like, wow. okay, shit. In my case, I don't think you're right because I'm using this. I do this all the time and I actually do these things, but I totally get it. I think you're, I think you're like, I totally validated what you're saying. It's like, I notice around me, a lot of people will say, this is what I'm going to do. And they kind of walk away like, okay, it's done. And they you're might, like, no, 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 that's not how it works, man. Right. Do you and have you any honor at all? Like you just said it to me. You have to deliver now. And that, you know? and that, that, that mental condition it allows that person to forget that they even said oh, they were going to do it oh, within shit. moments of saying it. It's like the kind of person that borrows your drill and doesn't give it back again. You know, you're like, like if I borrow something, like I'm, I feel shitty if I haven't given it to somebody. Like, I mean, that's like really bad. I don't right. know. Maybe it's just me, but yeah. Anyway, so I think I think you're totally right. I think you're absolutely right on the nose there. If you want to do something, talk about it. Tell people after you did it. Right. George is the ultimate doer. He's a fucking killer. He's like, man. here's what I'm going to do this weekend, and I'm then it, like, it happens. I'm just looking yeah, at fuck, the. I'm, I'm not going to be the I'm guy looking saying at the I'm list doing it and then not doing it while you're doing it. I'm just going through. It. Just oh, I can't even remember all these. Fucking Trevor Stone was on. Man, we we made up a an, a a meme of his MMA fight where he has this really cool quote. And uh, I remember that this is the we're looking at the meme right now. You can you can see this by going to Red Wing Superior. I'm sorry. You can go to uh, GreatNortheastBJJ.com and just click on the listen to. We're just looking at the uh, episodes here. Let me tell you something about Trevor Stone. Trevor Stone. Out of all, I've met martial artists of all fucking kinds all over the world. He needs to be nicknamed Shinobi now. I like how I like Howler <laughs> That's Monkey. That's a great one. Howler, uh, Howler Shinobi, Monkey. Shinobi is great because it's like almost realistic. Yeah, you see him. He looks like a samurai without his he armor. Really on. He really does. He really does. But he, there is no more true martial artist. You're not going to find one more true than him. Well, I mean, what is anywhere it? you go, I don't give a shit where we you go. We made up this meme where, where he's like upside down. You can see him. He's in the cage. He's going after the arm lock, and he's getting it. Right. Then he's got a great quote. I gave up striking. I was good. I told my doctor I would not get punched in the head anymore. I won't spar. I won't do MMA. But you're not going to take jujitsu away from me. I can't. I can't live that way. I go blind first. It's a great quote. It sits really nice on the meme. The meme looks good. Fucking everybody picked it up. ADCC picked it up. They could. The uh, MMA, uh, MixedMartialArts.com picked it up. They just spat it. That the meme. Got some like 10,000 views in the first day because everybody picked it up. That guy, Trevor Stone, man. He's an unknown fucking We had legend. a great role tonight, man. He's a warrior. We had a fucking great role. He came in and it he was. He is. What a killer, man. When, when you slap it, Trevor's hands not with a, that dude. Trevor's not a large person. You're you're signing up. I think for he a could war. hide inside one of your legs, Jay. He's he's not a, a he's even my legs. There's not a lot of space in there, dude. I I I have the legs of a stork. What I'm saying is that. He's only He's little as me. I was going to say he's yeah. almost as big as George and anybody he's who knows George one, means 140, 145. Yeah. What a monster. Not even. He's not 145. No. Um, and then hey, I'm just going through this list. Yeah, that's a great one where you uh, shit on Pat Barbieri. Yeah, that was all the you best. did is disrespect Pat Barbieri. Uh, where the disrespect started. He, Pat and I, we made a made a connection, man. He's a great guy. Yeah, he, he like, is a he legend. He found someone else on the planet that he hates. Oh, uh, he was the best. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but that was awesome. 
You're and talking. you brought the best beers in that one. Oh yeah. Oh Al- man, Alchemist. you had just been up up to uh, up to. We had Heady Toppers. Yeah, you'd been up to. Uh, we had Focal Bangers. Steve Gilbert, I saw uh, tonight. Uh, he had the the one of the first. I, I'm not really into the whole jujitsu, like you know. Uh, apparel and yo god i can't believe you got that one thing oh, yeah, he the had the, he had the yeah the higa machado hoodie from like 25 years ago i was like okay i want that so i i i'm gonna take a minute here talk about mr steve gilbert i don't know if he'll hear this maybe he won't but i'll feel better for having said it this guy came down he moved down here from vermont he has had such a huge impact on the academy yeah on me, he fits in on like, my training. Too. Yeah, he's a, he's hard a serious ass. black belt too. Yeah, I mean, he's a serious black belt, and you wouldn't know it. In I'm never, not, you'd know it as jujitsu, but his head, he doesn't come off like. No, his eyes say it though. Yeah, but you know what I mean. He doesn't walk onto the mat like, all right, now you will all respect me because I am the guy and I am professor. No. Call me this thing at all, at man. all, not even a little. And he never, he never uses three words when two will do. Right, and unless uh, he's insulting you, yeah. Then he well the fuck in, is you know, like in the kind of intertwined Jersey and, way, but he uh, man he's he's had such a such a, a a profound impact on me since he's been there. I mean he's so jujitsu so important to his life, but it's entwined in his life. It's not like something he does. He like kind of lives it all the time. He's a good, just an awesome, solid dude. I'm so happy he's, uh, he's really part great of guy. The he's the combat wombat. The combat. <laughs> I wasn't here at the. Uh, I wasn't there at the at the Brian Marvin. Was this one. your favorite uh, episode, Riddler? Which one? This one. The Caracana one. Yeah. Because you guys ate on the goddamn microphone. <laughs> you know what was great about that? You know, I'd like to point out, I actually ate a piece of pizza during this podcast. You know what I did? I made sure that you didn't hear it on the goddamn microphone. I don't think you really hear it. All right, so you really hear it. Okay. But it adds to the... Everything else was good on hey, that podcast. Hey, can we talk about about one quick thing? And you guys will have to go see uh, it's a picture. season two, episode seven. Is it the, what Mike Pellegrino is What Mike wearing? Pellegrino is wearing. First of all, he's handling his penis in this <laughs> photo. He's wearing some kind of a weird t-shirt that he manufactured... Uh, a pair of like like old like he had super a, he had a tight taupe, he had a taupe suit and but he decided just to wear the bottoms super tight pants and a pair of Mizuno sneakers. Yeah. Now Were for any white, of you out there, Mizuno? oh yeah, yeah right, white. For any of you out there that wear Mizuno sneakers, I apologize, but they're not cool. Mizuno is not cool, especially when they're white and they go with the taupe. And yeah. I and I unless not. you're Travis Stevens or right. <laughs> Jimmy Pedro, Mizuno is not cool. Yeah, but they're not going to wear the sneakers like that with with suit pants and There's a t-shirt. No and a way, nylon either, t-shirt. either of those men have ever done that. That podcast, Jimmy or Mikey Travis. Bod, I learned needs about to work on that. On that, to Mikey, uh, uh, you know I feel this way. You need to work on that. That he's situation in, there. I think he's in California right now. What's he? Do? Oh yeah, he's going to Tahoe. He's telling me skiing. Wow. Yeah. Um, I learned about hood horses in that podcast. <laughs> hood horses from in Philadelphia. Marvin. It came Phil- up that from somehow. Pete. Yeah, because I called Pete during that podcast. Oh, I yep. get it. And uh, and, and we talked about yeah because I was like I don't know I mean Pellegrino must have brought it up but. Um, That's right, you did. It was on the phone. Yeah, Pete confirmed it. Ooh, should thing. we should we call this gentleman out right now? Yeah, dude. I, here's the, here's the thing. Oh. 
I forget what day it was, but maybe it was Tuesday. I want to make him feel. A little I get bit a better. message, and it was be, like, "We should be careful." Though. Hey, you guys, He's good, good. Hey, good, you guys, man. open. Like, you know, this week, man. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you coming to train? Hell yeah, I'm gonna come." I was like, "Here's the days, you know." All right, I was like, "You coming Thursday?" Yeah, I was like, "Awesome." Who knows? I was awesome, Rick Hahn. I'll see you no, on no, no. Thursday. <laughs> I'm sure. And legitimately, I'm I, sure. I was like, Jay, Rick Hahn will come train, man. It's yeah. going to be cool. Jay's you can't excited. You can't call the Olympian out for not training. I'm sure there's a reason oh, why he Oh, there's no question. Here. I'm yeah, sure he has yeah, a reason. The big thing <laughs> is, though, I was like, you know, I look forward to training with Rick. Like, not only is he, obviously, like, I he he is... The guy is basically my judo coach. He's you know what I mean? Cool. Gives me all of my judo is stuff. He good? Um obviously like world class level like you know, there's there's a hundred there's a hundred people yeah. like him in the world. Judo he's wise. been ripping on that. He's been he's been uh, uh, showing that that technique he showed us uh, personally, which is that pull the guy kind of onto you a little bit, push him over, leave him on his foot coach and then turn it into an ankle pick right I mean, no but you can see that all over the internet he does it for fuji da, 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 da. that guy has like literally 200 of those and he's just working on just one right now it's, right. he is endless that guy man. but the the thing all of that like the 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 he's he is super tough like on the feet or on the ground. I would never, ever, it. ever want to get punched by him. You wouldn't want to get punched ever. by him. He's just super successful in MMA. I mean, martial artist to the hilt. He threw me one stuck. time before a fight to win. I thought, like, I was going to die. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. <laughs> George has a little bit of the judo background, too. Oh, dude. Yeah. When these guys like decide he, you're going through the floor, you're going to bounce dude, four times. You're, you're on the ground and you don't recall how it happened. I'm, yeah, nah. You don't bounce once, you bounce what three part of the times. Mat, what part of bum, the mat am I on? I'm pretty bum, sure I was bum. concussed. Awesome. Uh, I mean, it was like, bam. It's good for you. And uh, yeah, like, and so I got back, like, and I just kept standing. His wife was like, oh, you're so brave. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. But then, like, later, we got in the car. Hey, he was I, training for Fight to Win. I was just like, yeah, you were we his Uki were. for Fight to Win. Oh. It was awesome to be on the same card as him, Yeah, right. Too. I said, so if you're going you're gonna to Uki for the guy, you're going to get thrown. Yeah, he, so, threw, he threw me. So I, <laughs> I just, he's such an honest and good human being. And I like, you know, we, we, we all do. We, we, you know, talk shop with him and hang out. And he's easy to get along with. He's honorable. He's a great representative. Like, about Rick Hahn, Talking yeah. about Rick Hahn. I'm not. I, I'm not mad that something came up. I'm just. I wanted to see you, bro. <laughs> so we'll see you soon. Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Speaking of getting thrown, man, you were mad. You were just disappointed. Couple, yeah. See, <laughs> on Christmas, couple. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when when Tap Cancer Out was, but I got thrown on my head at Tap Cancer Out too. Well, thrown on your head is different sort than of. getting thrown sort really of, hard. But I mean, I got my guard back. But it was, guy hit me with a good throw. Like, yep, it was a good one. He was that dude was good. He was good for was sure. Good. Boy, and then uh, you ended up back in his guard though, right? Yeah. And then he did like yeah, like I ended had, up back. He had me in lasso with a daily heva hook or something too. Yeah, lasso I, with it was a daily like, heva hook. I couldn't pass. He couldn't like you know nothing happened at that point. You know, f- for the run, it was just the two points, wasn't it? No, I think it ended up being four because I went like oh, at the end. Right. I went sweep. real hard, and 
I knew, I kind of knew, I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm either going to pass or I'm going to get swept, you know what I mean? Because or, or, I'm losing right now. He, but he he was tough, man. That guy was, uh, I forget his name, but Who's it was that? a good match, though. Who's that guy on the left? <laughs> Which left? What do you mean? There's only one. Oh, there's no one to your left. Well, I thought you might be asking who I was. Oh, well, I'm from. So this is it. We're looking at a picture from, uh, we did a bunch of things up at BJJ Globetrotters. That was one of my favorite things. I had never been to one of these uh, sort of seminary kind of camp kind of things. I'd certainly never been to BJJ Globetrotters, and they were really sweet and invited us up. Uh, I went up with uh, George and Amanda and little one, and we saw Chris Howder and we all these guys. We went up to go pick up Chris. Yeah, it's a tradition, yeah. a family tradition. No, I mean <laughs> every year you do, but it was yeah. neat going along with these guys and hanging. And you guys, man, this guy Aaron. Uh, we, so how about when we uh, went out? Like we picked him up. And we were on our way back, Riddler, and we went and got subs, and we ate them subs like on the river. I don't want to uh, talk about that anymore. Why? Wow. It's, here's a guest that comes in. I'm I'm ninety oh, percent right. sure that's not we're hearing. It's not coming out through the. Uh, that's right, Riddler. Make absolutely sure. Riddler was upset because we didn't take him out to fine dining or something. Well, uh, no, it says he gets a guest from the west, and it's like driving back from Winnipesaukee, and you end up like in a convenience store subs. And then take them out and then stand by the side of the road and eat them. I'm like, See, this dude, is, man. I, I'm wondering which version of the truth is the correct one here. That one. Um, there's the George eating subs by the side of a river. That's exactly what happened. Or is it... I think that's my mic, dude. Or is it we're at the convenience store and we pick up subs from a convenience store and you're eating them by the side of the road. It's the same thing. No, no, because you could, you could get some artisan artisan subs, you know. Here, let me t- carved let me f- up, and you could eat them by the side of a river. It was a convenience store. Let me tell the tale. Let me set the story. We're in the middle of Maine, in the middle of nowhere, Nowheresville, Maine. I think we're in Maine, right? Uh, we did. So we were <laughs> not the first time we've no. been. No, no, that was yeah, right. Exa- yeah, well, you and I have been. You and I have been, I don't even know, we were in Canada then, but that's another interesting topic. But we we were coming out of this camp, we're all friggin' starving, starving to death. Chris, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? Let's just stop anywhere, you know? All right. So we find this. Did you not learn from the Pan Am's trips that when he's like, I'm okay with whatever, is not really I'm okay with whatever? Who? Chris? No, this one. Oh, totally. No, listen. I'm telling our listeners. I already know what he says. You can't. You know, this was this was a classic Maine Americana subs. We should just move on in a convenience store <laughs> by the side Americana. of the river. I mean, Americana is Americana. also we were getting a gas little slice sushi. And That's basically what it was. Some of the best good. sushis Whatever. I've ever had. It's all good. Gas hey guys, sushi. future guests, make sure you ask George to go out to an actual restaurant where you get to sit down and there's a waitress. <laughs> he didn't want to do that. Anyway. Uh, Aaron Milam, though. That, so that picture was Devin and I and Aaron Milam. I had never met Aaron Milam yeah, before Yeah, season two, episode moment. nine, yeah. Devin's like, hey, dude, you should roll with this guy. I was like, all right. I started rolling with Aaron. It was a bad and, news. Uh, like, I might have almost had him in something, Devin told me. Nope. And then he twisted me up like I was silly putty pretzel. 
And I was like, who the fuck are you, dude? You know, nice guy, humble. And then, it, you, then uh, you, you know, we sit down and talk to him. He didn't even want to talk to us. Like, I had to force him to sit down and talk to us. Just because it's not his thing. Just because he's humble, you know? Yeah, it's not his thing. His jujitsu Tur- is amazing. Out, train, train with Danaher. Was was like they all they like old school Danaher though like they thought he you know, he was like the most creative black belt like man he was good is this the um, I traveled to go see him again too yeah to where's home for him he's in Oregon I've been I like Oregon Portland Oregon yeah like you know you respect Oregon when you call it Oregon not Oregon well you know like the trail right it's an Oregon it's an Oregon dude it's fucking Oregon Oregon Trail. Yeah, so that was uh, man. People don't know, and I'm hesitant to tell people to go find him and seek him out and trick because I want him to keep it my secret, right? Because he he's well, he's not really a secret in the people that know. No, but a lot of people don't know about him, and you should you should go train with him, seek him out. Yeah, Why don't we get him out here for a seminar. We got it. I talk like oh well, we've talked about it. I was like, next time you come out, you're coming. You know, um, greatest podcast photo probably was Christian. From BJJ Globetrotters, well. <laughs> episode ten. Um, I in guess. The tractor. I yeah, that one. Was, that was one took a little bit of photoshopping to get working because you guys didn't look very good. I mean, Christian looked great, but I'm trying to be nice. Uh, just so that uh, you guys know, that sound that you're hearing in the headphones is not being recorded. It's all post. Yeah, I just ditched yeah. the headphones. It's gone away. It's come back. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how to describe what you guys were smoking or whatever when you guys took that photo but basically you're looking off into the distance yeah it's deep but he was a sweet he's a sweetie and and, uh yeah they're all over the world all the time this was one of my favorite ones you can say his last name if you want vanderlei is that it yeah so uh the cool thing about first of all this was like <laughs> look at all on, the cauliflower. On, <laughs> yeah, on, there's a lot of good ears. A lot of messed on. up ears there's in that plenty picture. Of, plenty of roast beef um, stuck to the side of people's faces. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Daniel had such a such a great uh, outlook on jujitsu, and he's like one of those guys that's literally out there just to just to get more people to train and more people to kind of. I, I sound like an evangelist, but like experience the the benefits that jujitsu can kind of provide in your life and what they can, what it can drag you into. So that was awesome. The thing I remember about this trip was the, how many of these conversations we had that we were able to just, Hey man, want to sit down for a few minutes and talk and hear people's story because you're basically in a hotel full of fighters. And that was a funny one because remember we were sitting over in the corner of like the, the, where, the, where we were like training for a while, like that room. Yeah. And then guys started coming in and we had a little, you know, like hotel music in the back. Yeah. But I was hoping the hotel worst music, playlist for rolling ever. Yeah. I was hoping that the, the, the play, the, the music would come through on the podcast and it didn't really, um, but there's that time where guys like, George come through. George makes friends with everybody, and all of a that sudden you're was, doing this. But that you're doing this great podcast you, with this. Got to give a awesome shout out to, to Gabe Richards on that one. Yeah, like, absolutely. Gabe, he Gabe's. I don't know where he ran into he this. He is dude. fearless. He is. Yeah, as as much as I am, what I am, Gabe. You know, so you're gonna see the next one, right? The next one. I'm sitting in a. We're sitting in the lobby of this hotel with all the Episode fighters. Episode thirteen. And. Uh, Ashley Evans Smith was, I was like, oh, that'd be a cool podcast. Before it was out of my mouth, he was over talking to her 
setting this podcast up. But it's great to have a great wingman. I mean, no, dude. No, I'm but not, I mean, like, I'm it's one thing if, 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 no, I mean, no, 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 not at all. I didn't think of it. I'm saying if I go up to someone, I'm like, hey, I, uh, I have a podcast. Do you want a podcast with me? All right. But if you get someone else to be like, yeah, that dude's got a podcast. You should talk to him. You get a podcast. He's the best at that, man. Gabe? Yeah. He just dude. showed up. He, like, and made he, you guys, yeah. like, got to the It's not game. like you. You make it all awkward and weird with, like, with Gabe went for coffee, too. Yeah. That was big. Dude. So, yeah. I mean, he's fearless. Fearless. But the next one, for whatever reason, this one here. This guy killed me. He just. I think you just found a brother. That was all that happened. Dude. Right. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, bro. This This is uh, Joachim Christensen. Joachim Christensen. I'm sitting out at the pool. In the background, I think you can see Clay Guida, maybe. But Clay Guida's in the background over there somewhere. I was. This was the day after the fights, and everybody. I don't know where you guys all were, but I was just out hanging out at the pool, me and Clay Guida talking about fish, and because uh, he's a fish head, dude. Awful. He really is. And so I'm like, oh, he means man. the band fish, which the is awesome. They're fish. doing like a however many nights at New Year's Eve. They're gonna have a whole fish mist this year. This has like been yeah, ten yeah. nights or whatever at Madison Square Garden. They're doing they, great. So he's playing, and I was like, oh, hey, poor man. Jay. We're talking messing, about messing fish. with Jesus, the uh, birth of Jesus. <laughs> Of course, it's John fucking Fishman that's going to replace his name with the name of Jesus. What the wow. hell are you talking about? Anyway, he turned Christmas into Fishmas, <laughs> basically replacing Jesus with himself. Fuck fish. <laughs> no, they, fish with PH is different than John Fishman. Jerry's dead. Fish sucks. Get a job. <laughs> Oh, Fishman was the the drummer, dude. I know. What I'm, I'm agreeing ever. with you. Let's. It's uh, okay. Jay has dropped the the. I don't like jam bands gauntlet. It's all very good. hateful towards the jam bands. That's okay. Dude. I really am, and I'm totally. He was bullied with by it. jam bands when he was young. It's I was not bullied by jam bands. I am just uh, the uh, assassination of any concept of cool. Okay, that's no. I'll give you that fairness. I'll give you the truth. I'm guaranteeing you, Jerry Garcia, not worried about the c word. Well, he's cool. dead. That's what it, you're yeah. right. It's he's just not worried about being cool. So that pool right there in that picture. Yeah, but the people <laughs> that listen to him should be. No, occasionally a shower is okay. Occasionally a little bit of a stereotype, but yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty Kinda much fits. true. Kinda Birkenstocks fits. not cool. Steve Gilbert, big deadhead. I I the one exception crazy a little, right? little bit of an outlier crazy yeah. right a little bit of an outlier I perform cold blooded killer and will cold blooded killer turn you to ice with his eyes I performed some of the greatest flips you've ever seen in that pool right not there. true we went through I tried to do a tutorial with you <laughs> so matter of fact just not true oh yeah. no no I mean I'm a legend amongst uh, UFC fighters for my um, flipping flip acrobatic. Antics antics you're really pool. not you're really not i usually agree with you on this one i'll take your side especially against jay but no i'm you didn't with see jay it. on this one you didn't see it, i'm certain that's not the case just another it. good example of how i am very agile i was doing flips no problem george uh, <laughs> likes to land flat on his back dude the worst <laughs> one of the worst the noises i'm like are you okay uh, what? there was one there was one of them where i was like no no Probably the last one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was horrible. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the last one. Speaking of water, uh, <laughs> right. 
How's that for a segue, George? Uh, Justin Wren, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Another guy. I mean, that one. That was that our one, only phoner ever. Only phone. Yeah. He was just, so professional, too. I great. set that up a little behind the scenes thing. I talked to him over the phone. He's like pulled his car over on the side of the road. Yeah, and right. My goodness. You hit the record button and that guy flipped into like the he was so good. You could tell he had done like a thousand of these interviews and he talked to you so personally and he didn't bullshit at all. He was just such a nice guy. I really want to meet that guy in real life, man. Uh, Jay I, and I did. Yeah, we met him uh, at. Uh, I didn't when, even know who he was when Devin was on WEC. Is that no? Right? That was uh, that was uh, the big the World Series of Fighting. World Series right. of Fighting. Before we did the interview, yeah. you're saying yeah. right? You, you had met him before, and he, uh, he was. We shared a locker room with his fighter. Yeah, uh, and it Cuddly was Bear. Cuddly Bear, yeah, who was also just a great beast human being. and just nice an friend. absolute beast, but a super nice guy, and uh, just the. He has the most calm, calming influence on a human being as you can possibly have. Like, you got a bunch of people in the room, two fighters that are getting ready to fight, like, a bunch of trainers, and he's, like, totally chill. He flatlines everybody. Yeah, Justin Wren was just such a uh, sweet guy. And his, uh, and his project has been doing really, really well. I keep seeing yeah. it showing up in feeds and... Yeah, I donated some to that, and they have a really classy way of being involved. They're not, like, writing you every month going, give us money. It's not like that at all. It's a really, really good project. Doing this amazing shit for people all over the world. Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about him in the last one and, yeah, with Amanda. Fight for the forgotten old thing. But yeah. big, big, making a huge effect on the world. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel Beach, who will make you all feel like you are not eating properly. Yeah, yeah, but you know, my I got. I mean, Rachel was fantastic. One of the best. I love her. About, I, yeah. I I do, and and she definitely, uh, she's doing very good things. Like training she, with Brian Marvin now. Training working with Brian there, Martin. I think. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I, glad. I'm glad she, you know, she wanted that that change of atmosphere mm-hmm. and kind of you know try something different. She did it, and she's running her own business now for nutrition and. Yeah. and uh, she knows her stuff. Like there, there are so many things that have come out now about how people eat and what drives them to eat and how they behave as far as their nutrition is concerned that she is completely hip to. So if you're out there and you're you got an extra ten or an extra twenty or an extra fifty and you want to know why and how to get rid of it, she's the one. Yeah, and, and I've said it on the podcast before, but I really like rolling outside of the academy too. I mean that that's a big thing for outside, me. Outside, outside. Yeah, I well, I mean, I've just been lucky to. I have some friends who have you know home mats and different kind of thing. I like that kind of play time, you know, as well as the sort of more serious part with the academy. That uh, for that podcast, we had a bunch of people over here. Right what out serious part. Uh, right out, right outside of the barn we're in right now, where it was, of course, it was the summertime, not the wintertime, and we just set all of the mats out on the on the lawn down by the pond, and it was just great, it man. So I good. feel like I could roll like that for hours and hours. Grilled. You don't get tired. Yeah, it's just a really, I love that. So that was a really cool podcast, and of course, we talked about Adam Bradley. <laughs> He's uh, actually, I think this picture. Right here is one of my favorite. Oh, this one with Steve it. Austin. Yeah, that's my garage. Episode eighteen. Yeah, we did. That's the only one we've done in the garage. You have those things in your, in garage? your garage. Yeah, you know where those are from. Okay, wait. You get to describe. Someone needs to describe what we're looking at. They look like sort of Easter Island. Easter looking Island, at very Easter Island. Uh, so those two things. Why well, are you gum, rolling gum. in your garage? 
we rolled at Port City, and then we went back to my house. I was like, No, oh, I'm saying if you have that shit in your garage, get it out of there and set some mats in there. We'll go uh, roll dude, your garage. Dude, can we put those? We can those and those future. mats behind it. Are, yeah, we totally can. We're I, yeah, those belong. Those came from the Inferno nightclub that I used to work at many wow. years ago. Yeah, as a bartender. Believe it or not, that was not what it sounds like to all the people listening. It was just a rock club around here. But next on the stage, Steve. (laughs) Exactly what it sounds like to everybody who doesn't know what the Inferno nightclub is around here. It sounds way worse than it is. Yeah. Uh, It was no Starlight Lounge. Did you tell me once that you had that job? A strip club DJ? Yeah. No, but what I used to do was at the Inferno nightclub on uh, Thursday nights. I used to be on Thursday nights. They used to do the uh, wet t-shirt contest and they were like, George, here. Here's the microphone. You go do it. I was like, what do you mean? I'm the bartender. They're like, nah, you'll be good. So they give me the microphone, and I would go up and be the wet T-shirt announcer guy. Well, Yeah. I mean, there are worse jobs. I was sure. really good at it. I can believe it. I was actually, it was, you know, when I first found my calling. I don't doubt that for a second. So Steve Austin, I don't know exactly how I got him in my garage, but he is another really amazing dude. He, his story, I didn't know anything about. Um, he was coming to New Hampshire for something. And I was like, hey, man, you want to come train, do a podcast? And he did. And uh, he, But he was, like, severely handicapped severely. when he was a kid. Like, the doctor, really fucked up, like, can't walk for, like, a yeah, year kind of Doctors guy. messed him up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jiu-jitsu just, he's like, not like, totally like, killed it for that guy, he, man. He's... he's like I don't know how, you, but like his foot is messed up, you know. And like he's he's still he's training and doing jujitsu, and I don't even know if he really should be, you know. Like according well, to doctors, I, yeah, it's, thing. it's funny. I, I'm gonna. It's this is just my opinion. I, I'm certainly don't represent you guys, but it's like you hear on like Rogan, and you hear now on like Jocko Willink, and these kind of podcasts, and you hear him writing, and it's it's become a little more hip now to say oh you know jujitsu is fantastic and jujitsu saved my life and all that kind of stuff you hear it a little more there's a new clean eastwood movie there's gonna be some jujitsu in that and it's funny because it almost it's almost like you know you listen to people talking about crossfit or whatever at some point it just sounds like the party line yeah jujitsu is great it's great for you you know this guy's like we keep showing examples here of people where this jujitsu thing is really fucking important. Yeah, man. I mean this guy's amazing, amazing. And you look at his background and you go, man, like how did this guy get from where he was to where he is? And it's this shit. It's that same. There's something about the combination of the way the martial art works, the people that are involved in it, the people that the trust it it requires. You know. Trying to kill people. I mean, so you got to trust that you're not, no one's actually going to kill you. And, you know, they got to trust you. And it's a combination of all these things. Let's people go so fucking deep. They they, 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 they dig so much deeper than, than what they would without. And yeah, I thought it was a great podcast. Real, real nice guy. Sat, we sat up talking about all kinds of stuff that night. And uh, he's buddies with um, Maynard from Tool. Yeah. He goes out to yeah. the Verde Valley or whatever and uh, teaches at Maynard's jiu-jitsu place that's crazy yeah 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 that's another gentleman who's high on my musical list yeah that's so funny uh there's one of those you know bjj daily or one of those kind of those kind of magazine uh facebook pages did that like what do you roll to and it was funny it could be like 
blah 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 but like every third one is like tool blah 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 tool blah 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 tool tool blah blah blue it's like everybody rolls the tool at some point yeah and it's not just because of maynard it's a good it's like you could just throw lateralis out there and yeah it's it it is it's intellectual but it's very intellectual and smart and cool and so what you're saying the music that you're making now is on the level of tool me yeah yeah different kind of thing but you said it was smart and intellectual and cool and it's the I've never called of- my music cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. That that one doesn't fit. <laughs> sorry, it's beating. Falls was way beating. closer to the fish thing beating. than the cool thing. But let's move on there. Yeah. I am, wow. I am so pissed that this podcast happened without me. Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, no, listen, have you have you rolled with Jared? You've trained right. with him? I haven't even trained with him. He's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. I he's know. tough, dude. I know he's tough. His, I've seen him compete. I know he's an animal. No, he's those guys, I really I didn't know them that well. I don't think I'd ever met his wife. Well, you I just drove up there to do the podcast. No, right? we were driving up to I was driving to Devin's wedding, I think. I was driving up to Devin's wedding in the in the motorhome. UFC fighter and, Devin uh, Powell's right. wedding. This guy got married up in the play I don't even know where we went. Canada, as close to Canada as you can get oh, yeah. without going to Canada. Eight hours. Rock into Canada. Eight hour drive. Other side of the river was Canada. Eight hour drive, I believe. But so we stopped at Jared Lawton's on the way up, which is uh, up in uh, I forget now where, but in a nice. It's like North a nice. Portland, like yes, Augusta. Yeah, Jared Augusta. Lawton's is not in an hour. No, Jared Lawton's pretty close. But um, so I rolled with. You know, Jared's just super tough. And I rolled with his wife. And his wife is very little and really, really good. And then after she tells me, She's oh, yeah, I'm old. pregnant. pregnant," I was like, sh- sh- I never met you. you know, I mean, it was fine. But like, I was neon stomach yeah, five minutes like, ago. Yeah. No, she was good. Um, and I love her. <laughs> like, her son is awesome. They were hanging. He was hanging out. That was the night after Fight to Win, actually. So we've been, um, uh, Jared and I have been talking about doing some cross training like yeah we gotta do it and uh it's it's one that we have to like i know you know he wants to do it we want to do it like we got we got to get it done because like i said earlier it's the only way we get better right yeah you know what i mean he's got a cool little gym we should we should make a road trip and go. He just there. put in new mats too well I, no great. i think he I think opened a second, new yeah second location he's oh, got okay, another so uh, and there's a little diner by Jared Lawton's. It's like a little old. Uh, Do they serve gummy bear pancakes? I don't know, but okay, they that's, got, that's gross. It's the A1 no, diner. I'll on the line They'll there. kind of melt. You know what I mean? It'll be like tutti frutti. I used yeah, to go, when I used to go to Cold Stone yeah, Creamery, I'd get gummy bears in my ice cream. So did but I. they get hard. Yeah. Not as good hard, I don't think. No, I mean they sort. Of, I like them. This is a rift in this podcast. I'm twelve flavor or go fuck yourself. I, I, I well, the Haribo's are okay, but there you go. We, Whoa, I'm okay with them. These imit this imitation. I'm saying, there's you know, the rift. I never lick a gift gift horse in the mouth. The but this imitation bullshit you brought to the table. Imitation just does. Haribo is imitating the twelve flavor. It's a rift. I don't think we can talk about this anymore. All right, we can move on. Uh, this guy is one of my favorite. Uh, Zandre Bueno de Oliveira. Yeah, what like, a killer. Yep. Uh, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Um, he'll never, you can't get him to say a good thing about himself. He won't do it. Um, but super tough black belt. 
Um, had a big win against Dan Simler um, on the same card as me. Uh, I I dig this dude, and he comes like we owe him a trip now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's come up a couple times to Port City to train. He's an awesome guy to train with. We were training then uh, when he came up. I'm sure we probably talked about it in the podcast, but this like, is what I like. I like this ba- the behind the scenes. Shit. I'm 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 in full on. I'm in Wilson pass mode at this point in my life, and uh, I start trying it on him, and he goes, "Oh, Tozy pass." I just trained with him, like you know, and I was like, <laughs> "So it's not gonna work." <laughs> Should I stop? Yeah, I mean, what are you saying here? Pretty cool though. I'd like to train. Did uh, it? Did it work? No, with okay. Roberto Tozy. Yeah, yeah, well, I. Yeah. yeah. No, it did not work. He's a complete savage. Tim Cartmel, another always. complete martial artist. Yeah, man. People don't know, but I, I really, I thought this one with Tim and Makako was uh, was really good. Like, there was yeah. a lot of good stuff. It, it's funny because there's all these different terminology, you know, sort of uh, definitions of what a real martial artist is and shit. But this guy, man, he's been on the podcast twice. Every time I listen to him talking, it's just he does talk about only using two words when you need two words. He just says exactly the right thing. And you go, yeah. And then yeah. George is like, so that is, <laughs> then he, and, he it, come, and he comes with his own perfect, color, man. Perfect. <laughs> right. Makako. Dude, Makako is such a great guy. Um, I love Makako. And somehow now, though, him and, about him and Bell, Hickson Bellini, yeah. are buddies. Yeah. Like, they're buddies now. Uh, so here's the deal. Joe's been around the block a few different, yeah. a few different times. Um, you would never know. So he used to run one of the biggest divisions of EMC there was in the world. What Of what? EMC. Um Computer, computer company, things yeah. like a computer company. I got you. Uh, I think it was Egan Marino Corporation. I no, got. I, mean, I, I didn't know what I thought. I didn't know. What I had meant. to know when I worked for him. But uh, mid-range <laughs> systems for EMC, like you know, one of the biggest hardware companies in the world. And uh, you, he, you never know it, and he would never talk about it. But he, he'd have all these stories about how we met all these different people, and for whatever reason, he's been he's sat at the table with incredible people. Yeah, incredible. He's a good dude. I'm yep. I'm a big Makako fan. Yep. Plus his arm is bigger than my leg. Yep. But he just had like a crazy hip surgery or like Yeah. He was just like recovering from that when I was down there with him. Maybe that's the time I should roll with him. Yeah. Yeah. Jerk. Take advantage of that. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to roll with him. All right. So uh <laughs> there you go, George. We're looking at wow. at, at George's life changer. Run with it, George. Uh, Episode twenty three: Pedro Sauer, Keith Owen, and Rob McGow. So, for Rob McGow, I owe tremendous debt of gratitude for this one. But uh, I was nervous going to this one. On the way, I was like, I don't know. This is crazy. I shouldn't even be doing this. Then you got on the like, internet and you noticed how many stripes Pedro has no. on his belt. Yeah. It's like 22. It's, no. not, it's not so many of the stripes as it is the color. Yeah. The color, the legend. I mean, he is a true legend. He is a true legend. And and then this guy next to him, uh, Keith Owen, great guy too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, small gentleman. Yeah, not really, right? <laughs> 
But so that was, uh, I mean, it just came in a time when I needed some things reaffirmed in my life. And like, it was like Pedro Sauer telling me like, this is this is not a pussy either. This is Pedro Sauer. It's so funny. You look at him. He looks like the sweet old man. And he is. He's doing his thing. No, he no. Is. But then you remember that on the internet, but anybody who's been around the internet has seen him. Some giant bodybuilder dude comes mm-hmm. in like however many twenty years ago into yeah. some greasy gym, and there's some little, you know, not little, but sort of no, he's relatively small, he's small badass jujitsu guy just takes him apart in like a fight this is not fooling yeah. around it's not jujitsu like, oh yeah that's that's Pedro's hour he had, and he in that fight he ended up getting the submission but he also bloodied that dude up pretty yeah. good yeah and yeah, that guy, guy was same guy fucking huge monster yeah. like and uh, like a legit football dude and oh my god and this is the guy and he's got a big smile on his face he's and looking also, at George like I love you also George. recent you know he had, he wrist locked some dude that smacked his daughter in the ass that's right he's in that photo that's oh, a little yeah. another viral video uh, that was in down Brazil, in Brazil yeah, yeah right yeah or like, oh, Europe or somewhere yeah, yeah, but yeah. Touch, my, touch my anyway it was see a, what happens. It was a bad idea yeah. so his <laughs> aunt so not only did I I mean we sat down and for whatever reason Pedro and I are best buddies. They're, you know, like, man, I mean, nicest guy. He loves Andrea. He's loving the whole Law family. We're having a great time. He's telling me Helio, Elio stories. I'm like a little kid, man. I could have listened to him for hours. And I think he could have, he would have, we had to do a seminar, but he would have talked to me for hours. Like, we were, it was yeah, just like, I, I don't think this story is is been done been written no. yet. Yeah. And, but Not like, complete. No. But, and then so he teaches a seminar and, it's just like how you, when you came back from Hickson seminar, where like, you're just like, I don't know any So fucking simple. <laughs> he just showed you, and, and the efficiency is like, you're like, whoa. Like, he just did something that I would have, you know, had to work hard for, and he just did this little thing and moved his hip, and he's out. It was unbelievable. I, I can only imagine. This was the other one, and I think I, I can forget what the conflict was, but I'm like, Whatever it is, I can skip it. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That was a great. That's a great podcast. That that was uh that was a that I don't know. It just reaffirmed. It was kind of short too. Yeah, just kind of. I got a lot about running academy. I think from him about what jujitsu is really all about. About what Ilio, you know, what his. It's like lifestyle, man. It's like bigger than just a podcast or 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 a couple questions you and, know and then to sit down with two of his black belts while they're there and you know right. and it was like that dude Keith you can kind of tell maybe I know because I was there but when he was talking about Pedro and Pedro's sitting next to him he's like getting emotional like he's like crying when i asked him about like you know um I forget what I asked him about what you know what he learned from Pedro Sauer and he's like yeah how to be a man everything you yeah. know everything yeah and so that to me was like like we're going to have to talk like and then Keith Owen I post later he's like this was part of the this was the greatest podcast I've ever been a part of Wow. Uh, and not because of us, but because of Pedro Sauer and what he's saying. But Mostly because I wasn't there. Yeah, kind of because <laughs> Jay was fired for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that was, uh, man, change, that, that really was like almost, I would say, life-changing. Aaron Hurley, I made her. I, I, this is how awesome Aaron is. I, and I, meant, I forgot to mention her on the last one and when I did talking about charities, but Submit right. the Stigma is a huge yeah. thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I can't believe I forgot to mention that, but Aaron, she flew out to from she caught sent me a message like, Hey, can I come do a seminar? And I was like, Hell yeah, dude, come. And then we set it up and it was at a weird time, you know, but we had to do it this weekend. She flew out red eye from LA to Boston. I picked her up at the airport at seven something in the morning. We recorded this podcast, just her and I talking on the way back. We went back to my house, picked Amanda up, went, did the seminar. It was awesome. We went out to lunch at the Gaslight. Thank you. You're welcome. Waitresses. You can get a beer. There was time. Waiters. There was waiters. Um, and then I brought her back to the airport, and she flew back that night. Do you guys... Warrior. Have you ever done that before? I have a couple of times. Well, of course. No. It is... The single, the, the the purest form of torture there is yeah. to fly cross country for like uh, like a four or six hour deal and then turn around and come back. Brutal. It is like the worst torture you can put a human into. Yeah, and she did food it. tastes bad. Yeah, everything is wrong. Everything's wrong. Yeah, and she did the air. It. The air that you're breathing is heavy. Yeah, she's so, a yeah. She was bad. Plus, awesome. I have tried her. What are we supposed to be calling it? It's called the flamingo now. Yeah. She had to change it, right? Yeah. I have tried that technique maybe three times ever, and it worked every fucking time. I don't know if I can really do the technique because I always think I'm gonna I'm gonna knee the dude right in the fucking chin. It feels like I'm gonna knee him in the chin, but I've done that. I did it to you once, and it worked, uh, Georgie. And it's like it's. There's something weird about that technique, but it does work. You just send the knee up the middle and I see what have, happens. I you must got have two been choices. Like you paying know? attention to Andrea over in the corner. I'm telling you, man, it's a cool technique. Oh, I just talking about the the, the dive into yeah. the knee slice. No, but yeah. no, but she like sends the uh, knee first and then oh, yeah. does the dive. So the so you the the guy on the bottom has to choose. Are you going this way or this way? Or do you want to catch it in the grill? And that's the thing. I'm not really that mean, but yeah, there's got to be a way to do that without. Threatening the grill catch part, and and also congrats out there yeah. to Aaron for getting her yeah. uh, her black belt. For I think she got Carino. it a week a week after she yeah. left. Yeah. yeah, I think her who who gave it to who gave it to her? Cobrina. Okay, I'm yeah. pretty sure he heard that she flew out to New Hampshire, did a podcast, did a seminar, and flew back in the same day. He's like, yeah, it's time for a black belt. She is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she had just gotten back from Brazil. And yeah. then I think she's what been back to Brazil yeah. or something. Yeah. She's yeah. everywhere right now. She is literally one of my favorite people, though. I love her. I mean, she's a good, good-hearted soul. Um, Episode twenty-five. You hit up mission twenty-two. We heard yeah. about this before, but that was during Judo black belts Steve. for butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Julia Gumpert. I would. Th- this one came about because this was right around when I think I was. This was at right after I was sitting there with Kurt eating the Harry bow. And Julia was there, and she starts telling me about Mission 22, and she's getting him in, excited. And I, I mean, she loves Mission 22 and loves what she is doing with that. And she's getting so excited. I was just like, hey, you want to do a podcast? She's like, I would love to, George. I was this like, is what George's T-shirt says. Hey, hey, do you want to do a podcast? want to do a podcast? So <laughs> that night, we went over to uh, my friend Kaylee's. And we did a podcast over there, and those guys just broke it down, broke it down. Riley Bodycomb, complete savage dude right there. That dude is good. Smart guy. Um, 
good like man i i i we we trained and he manhandled me (laughs) (laughs) put it on you yeah i mean you know like we stood standing and started standing and uh and he's got an interesting way of grappling like i mean you know he he his his whole thing is he wants to be able to grapple like under any rule set he wants to be good at all the rule sets like no matter what the rule set is sambo judo submission only whatever um and he is pretty good it's pretty good. I learned a lot of good <laughs> stuff. Good. Yeah, that guy, um, that man is pretty good. Yeah. Inter- like, I really am interested in Sambo. I just want, I, I think Jiu-Jitsu should adopt the Sambo. Uh, yeah, shoulder, the Kirka. The, yeah, the, the, the shoulder grips. I think they're cool. I they are cool. Yeah, those guys can do it without the, they don't need the Kirka to do that. No, well, but I mean, he's cool, a proof man. right there, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got shorts coming out from Inverted Gear, and they have little Dungeons and Dragons characters that he that he made up though. You can't argue the cool. It's so not cool that that it's it's cool. cool. I have to agree. So win. I don't even know these guys. There's there's this whole other subset of people that I know now that are into Magic: The Gathering. Still, I don't even know what it is, (laughs) dude. I don't even know. you're throwing Jay into a conundrum. Do he you, doesn't know how to respond. See, that is that is not cool. But yeah. there, magic is not cool. I these I understand guys, that him and uh, and Nelson, even real magic, not and cool. All these guys, dude. They they're that's David what they Copperfield, do. not cool. Yeah, but he's not a, David Magic Blaine? the Gathering is cooler not than cool. David, David Blaine. What about Chris Angel? Super not cool. <laughs> Most uncool. I know that's great. That video Lamest of him ever. taking taking body shots from UFC guys who always paid off to not actually hit him that hard. This is my favorite part. Right, you see that one? Oh my god, that's a hell of a year, man. That's a hell of a year, a hell of a set of a season. Jesus, you really put it on the people. They had to listen to all those words. I feel bad for the people. No, you don't. We got some fantastic feedback. I got some feedback. I wish that George would start telling me the actual location and time <laughs> of the podcast because he's like, you know, I showed up, showed up to Fairfield, Connecticut at three o'clock in the afternoon. It was like, oh, sorry, man. It was yesterday. It was, and it was in New week. Haven. Yeah. Does that really happen? Yeah, like 20 times in a row. No, but where do you did think it I've happened been? really for once? On all of these, every single one yeah, of them. What well, was like? That's true. Instead of saying, hey, I'm going to podcast with. Pedro Sauer, I'm going to Rhode Island to podcast with the homeless guy. It was, was like, like, no, it sounds more weird, George, was, but let's do it. Jay would so be I like, drove to Rhode Island. <laughs> Jay would be like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, nothing, dude. Hanging out with my grandmother. Yeah, you don't want to go. You don't want it to go. It's not going to be that much fun. It's going to be pretty lame. <laughs> I don't believe either of you guys. What? George, what? I thought you were going to your grandmother's. How'd you end up with Pedro Sauer? Well, it changed my mind at the last minute. I was like at my grandmother's. Didn't want to get the you call. Yeah, you were busy. Ended up hanging out with Pedro Sauer. Now we're BFFs. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. <laughs> so there's some pretty good stuff coming up here. Yeah, so here's the thing. I mean... There, I literally like through all these things. I met like another, you know, two hundred people that I love and I want to sit down with, and we're gonna sit down and talk to. We're gonna travel around. Luigi Mondelli and his oh, wife, nice. oh, for sure. Uh, those guys want us to come down. They are awesome people. Yep. Um, Marcio, what, I, I mean, we're gonna be in Mexico with him, but I talked to him about doing. It. He's like, yes, brother. I mean, you want to talk about the nicest? 
Hint, like, so here's this common thread of old school jujitsu guys that I've met. They all seem to be the same. Fabio Santos, Marcio. Have you met Fabio? Yeah. Santos? Pedro Sauer. That's someone They I'm are all like so fucking nice. And like Marcio is like. What you know, reason is there not to be? I don't know. Like, yeah, right? Like, what? they're just, I'm just always, I'm like, oh, you guys are so great, man. You don't have to be a, a dick if you do jiu-jitsu. You don't have to be like, like, these guys are all really nice. Right. I'm really excited to sit down with Makaho and yeah. hear his story. He, want, he, he was, I was like, hey, man, I do a podcast. Like, you know, would you ever, he's like, you guys can come down and sleep in the academy. And I was like, all right, we'll be down, man. <laughs> we will come I'm down. Gonna, I was like, sleep in the academy. I was like, I'll tell Jay it's the week after, and I know I'll just come down by myself, but It'll it's cool. It'll be awesome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got these other guys that do this podcast where I'm trying to ditch them. Um, got, he's like, I understand, man. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to. We'll have another, you know, in the upcoming months. We'll sit down with Tom again. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd like to have a Tom to blast. The last time we had Tom, uh, you, you were you were out of town, and uh, that would be a really good one. I'd love to see you, Jay, and Tom at the same time. That'd be awesome. That one, that one. Uh, there'll be an, so when we're in. Mexico, that's going to be interesting. There's going to probably be a lot of good shit coming out of well, that. Well, hopefully, yeah. See if the uh, on that. We're going to sit down with our man Chris again, I'm sure, in the oh, springtime. Yeah. It's been a while, time. actually, really, since we've... Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah, he was a little disappointed in the subs by the side of the road, I think. Oh, bullshit. That's why it took forever to get back. He fucking right. loved it. <laughs> he fucking loved it, Ridley. I don't know. Last time I was with him, we ate lobster. So that was. Yeah. Tell me that, Jay. That was, listen. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> maybe the greatest lunch of my entire life. I was so fucking I remember great. encouraging <laughs> that you guys do something cool for Portsmouth because Portsmouth is such a cool place. Yeah. You know? That and we just listen, take it for granted because we just like around it all the time. He didn't give a fuck about the restaurant. But you don't have to he focus on his lobster. George, don't he focus on it. It was that. a huge ass lobster. No he, reason to focus. He got yeah. the big one. It was like two and a half pounds. Small oh, Jesus. It was awesome. It was huge. I almost feel like it was four. It might have been wow. bigger. That's I think awesome. it really was. The things, like, first of all, half the stuff he told us, I'm not going to say on air. No. Good. No, no problem. Uh, but it was like. Because we might, George and I might end up dead. <laughs> it's awesome the way it is. Oh, it's, man. What a great talk. We had a great talk. Really was. A, I miss him. Chris Howder. He's a good man. He's a good man. He really is. It was his birthday yesterday. Good, it was. Happy birthday, Chris Howder. Happy I love birthday, you, Chris Howder. We'll see you in a couple months. Yep. Um, Whether you like it or not. Yeah, we'll be out at the, at the, at the combat base. Yeah. Um, I have so much shit going on. I, you guys know I'm not competing at Pan Ams. I really want to go out to Pan Ams. Are you telling me you're not going to go? No, I'm not. I'm saying it's it's. I got a shitload of shit going on. It's tough. Don't we all? It's a bad time. Da da da. You go to Mexico the next month. I'm. Right? I, I'm. I'm, I'm don't, there, and I have another thing that I'm going to, and it's like you know what. But if you guys are going to train at combat base, I mean, of course like, we are. Of course we are. No, we you know gotta go see Tim Carmel. Sounds? I think too. You yep. know how silly that sounds. It's like this international competition and all this shit, and I'm like, yeah, but they're going to go to Chris's, you know. But it's it's, it's that's so the great. place. That's it the is thing. part of the. It's a big part of why, I. It's like a pilgrimage now. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Thing. To go see Chris and hang out and, and spend some time with him because obviously he lives on the other side of the country, so we don't get a lot of time to sit down and hang out. But he's an awesome dude. And, yeah. man, you, you spend so much time, like, 
competitions are so funny because you you invest so much time and energy into this thing that occurs for a grand total of you know fifteen five minutes. minutes. Yeah, five minutes <laughs> of mat time. And then you're like, well, well depends. So now I'm in L. A. and I spent a couple George. couple thousand dollars Not to be me. out here, and I'm out here for a week. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, I walk away f- like, do I remember all the matches? Eh, some yes, some no. Like, but I'll tell you, I I remember like hanging out in combat base and like I remember Jay and I teaching class at combat base. She, that was so awesome. Well, how there's videotaping. That was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I'm like, I just talked technique at combat base. That happened. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, I don't think we're going to give I would normally be like, "Oh, we don't want to give him a big head," but I don't think we're the it's it's Howder. The only people complimenting him. <laughs> he's no, okay. He's no, gonna be fine. Not. <laughs> um, I'll tell you he's what. He's armed. I don't. I, you know, we got to somehow get out to the Midwest too. I don't even. I guess it's the Middle East, maybe. But like Ohio, this guy Chris, Chris Papandria. Yeah. Com- somehow I'm coming out to visit you, man. This guy. Yeah, talk about a great great supporter of the podcast. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he rich. he's the man. Shout out to you, brother. Somehow I don't get to that area very often, but somehow I'm going to get there to go. I'll go to Ohio. But I think he's in Ohio. If you start going like Oklahoma or. I'm never going back to Oklahoma. Iowa. Probably. Probably not. Plus, you get a little too close to Steve Medina out there. (laughs) It's a little too close. Are you afraid of that? Is that a problem? Well, he's an Oompa Loompa, and that's weird. Remember the guys that we were talking to uh, at the pool? That we were going to try Let's to do not a bring podcast up the pool. with that, that made everybody uncomfortable. Um, no, <laughs> and I think they were from Iowa. Like the guy's brother was fighting on that same card. Oh yeah, fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keone. Yep. I think. Yep. I'd like to. We're gonna run in. Like he trains under Daniel Vanderlei. Yep. We got. I'd like to meet up with those guys. We got to go to Duke Rufus's and train with Daniel Vanderlei, dude, in his home. Yep. He's a big supporter too, man. Like. He's yeah. always shouting out to the Tortuga. So he's training with all kind. He's training with that the the um, the XWWE wrestler. Oh um, yeah, I don't uh, know what his name is. Phil. It's not the yeah. Phil somebody. Um, but uh, he's training with because all those guys go CM through there. Punk, but go, go CM Punk, yep, CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yeah, these guys don't have um, any any depth. I have none. I don't. What was the hey? What was the whoa, thing whoa, whoa, with the guy? Like, let's, let's not make believe that CM Punk is like going back in the day in the UFC. Seriously, or and then sorry in the WWE. Uh, um, it's not like freaking Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, or Tito Santana. <laughs> what was the wow, thing, you guys? Hey, show it. <laughs> what was the thing? What was the thing the guy said on Facebook about that picture I had about the anime thing? All Riddler. Right. Let me just. Let's put it to bed because it was it's the weirdest picture. The greatest of all. picture of all time. It's a little gross. So he's got the spats on. The spats are basically like an it, if you told all the skin off, you had only muscles. Right. Yeah. That word, it's gross. Where do those come from again? Like, <laughs> well, what they really I thought come it was from, from some 70s guy, dude. And no, the, n- none of those things. They're just spats that do that. Right. But one of the guys in your comments made a really good point, which is. If you're a fan of Attack on Titan, those are, they could potentially be, you'd have to have the rest of it, but they could be the coolest spats ever. Mm-hmm. But 
you're talking about like a tiny subset of people that know what you're talking about. Like Attack of on Titan, uh, Attack on Titan fans are n- mostly manga fans. They're not anime fans, and there is an anime. On What's it. the difference? After this. But what's Jay, the difference between Jay, manga let and me say anime? This. Let me let me say this. All right. I believe me, I understand. But of all of the anime, this could be possibly the one that you might actually dig. It's fucking brutal, and these huge, giant, massive, like six hundred foot tall, naked things that look sort of like Jay. I mean, uh, Jay, like George. Does this sound like the tentacle porn? It doesn't, but it's it's really fucked up, and uh, it's a great, it's actually an unbelievably cool series. And the guy who was like riffing on you is like totally blowing you up, like, oh my god, you have the attack on time. Uh, like, he's a cool guy, and I'm like, you have George has no Goose. idea what you're talking about. My man Goose, he was at uh, Black Belts for Butterflies. George he's thought from it was San cool Jose. Like dick was Trains out. under. Now here's the thing, man. Riddler's like hounding to take a picture of me with these spats on. He's like George. Riddler's hounding like they take a picture. Exactly not what Riddler was doing. On. Riddler's like those are the most creepy. embarrassing. Yeah, dude, it was so creepy. weird. They were the most embarrassing thing. I can't even look at the fucking dude. I'm just like chilling, you know. Trying the to the next thing Riddler. I know, he's taking pictures of himself in the spats oh, with me in the background. See, I only get half the story. <laughs> yeah, I. Did you see my face in the thing? I can't even look at him. Ah, oh, dude, you were staring. It was gross. Ogling me. So gross. Ogling my so muscle fibers. To, to, yeah. to, to George's, uh, to George's um, you know, credit. I he didn't it. roll in those that way. He did have his, his, his gi pants over those. They're not even yours. They're fucking Amanda's, right? <laughs> it's true. Okay, you're just wearing your wife's my tights. Wife. <laughs> how do I, how, do you notice that I'm not. You got even, nothing. I'm not even laughing or no, smiling. No. You got George. Gross. Yeah. I understand how that could happen. Yeah, you do exactly. Really? Yeah. See, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Look, just because I'm the only one in the room is not wearing your wife's underwear <laughs> doesn't mean it's actually that true. I don't yeah. understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> training. It's weird training. for training. I mean, uh, yeah. It's a, when since you put it like that, it's a little strange. Well, yeah. I mean, none of none of us have wore underwear, dude, but we've wore her training gear. All right, I this, think it'll what be, a great I way to pull be this together. To Jay, tell, maybe to, you you wore the underwear, but I th- uh, I think it was still trading gear, yeah. but it was hot yeah. pink. It was hot pink, uh, and I think it, this will be an excellent story for Tom to blast in yep. a few months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I got I got a lot of <laughs> other got a lot of other people lined up that want us to come down, come over and hang out with them. And yeah, and if you want to hear you know? if you if you want me to get off my ass and and really make this right. I mean, if you if you're interested in the YouTube channel, if you think that's something that you would dig, definitely write in and and you know, spur us on here cuz uh these guys have done a couple of of techniques already and they're pretty cool. It's a different way of looking at the sort of technique thing. It's just not not all exactly the same thing as everybody else has done. And I think it would be cool. And I think to be honest, if I if we if I if we got the YouTube channel working, that George would probably come up with a couple other video ideas to put up there. Like the spats. Yeah. I could do a spat fashion show. Model. <laughs> Jesus. I'm gonna throw up. I uh, already am <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> I own it, bro. Forty three. Look at me. I got my sk- my little muscle 
spats on my anime. They're anime, dude. Wait, it's been cool. Doing Goblet you don't even know what that means. Goblet. I don't. I don't. Know. What is the difference between anime and manga? Manga is uh, comic books. Animes are are videos. You have to say it like manga. Racist, but okay. No, Why I did is not. That, racist? that is not racist. <laughs> trying to sound like I was Chinese, and they're not even from manga. China. So uh, there you go. Well, you were ju- you, earlier you were saying people try to sound American when they're not from America. Racist. Speak American. They're not racist. Trying to sound like Americans. Um, America. Here's the other thing. <laughs> if you want to listen to me talk to people about Fisher Cats, manga. Hey, sell it. You <laughs> magic, sell that. You magic sell it. Gathering. Sell you it. stay tuned because I'm going to go out. I'm going to start talking to people about things other than jujitsu. Fisher Cats. Um, I'm going to try to convince him to make this into a separate podcast. Subway sandwiches. It's going to be a separate podcast, but I want all you people nice. to listen to it. It's gonna, you're going to learn things. I'm going to talk to Vladimir Putin. That's my goal. I want to talk to him about goal. judo, but that would be on the Great Northeast podcast. This is going to be a different one. Wow. I like this. I like stray, that you're doing it. Stray the course, George. It, George? What, what George? are you going to call this? You don't have to name it. Stray the course, George. George, <laughs> George, is this one of those things where if you say it, it kind of comes true, and now you have to do it? I've already done three episodes. Beautiful. You guys just don't know. Beautiful. Wow. Two of them with my grandmother, who's Beautiful. 90. And uh, she's got some good stories. I love everything about this idea. One is wow. with Glenn Kasabian. George wow. on the loose. Uh, who just come back from Kilimanjaro. And is now at Machu Picchu. is now in Machu Picchu. He is knows fucking how to killing travel. it. He does. He yeah. does. Know. I love his Instagram handle. Blue Collar Mystic. Yeah. Nice. That is the yeah. fucking handle. Because that describes him so perfectly. So He's perfectly. an interesting cat, yeah. man. Yeah. For sure. George on the loose, man. Going out there, yeah. talking to people. You just like... You Riddler didn't... wants me to do one with like old people and ask them... And it's, not and old people. People that are dying. Nope. People, That's not what it's about. Anybody? Convince Anyone. them to script oh, for right. money. We can talk about that one. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Uh, but then I'm we'll not talk ready about for that another I one. I had something in my mind, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, I don't know. If I, don't, I can't, I can't <laughs> find a host for the idea. The, ho- the idea is really funeral. good. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Wrong. I think but. you're an innovator, but there's no way I'm ready for that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I pr- I, here's, here's the beauty of this whole thing. It's been good. Jay. I'm fired. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> uh, I have learned so much from doing this thing and met so many great people that, unfortunately, you guys are going to have to keep listening to me do this because now I want to go learn more and meet more of you cool people. Um, we got these guys, Nikki and uh, and uh, Ryan West. These got the NYPD dude and the yeah. fire. These guys, they're gonna. They, we got to go visit them and do a podcast with them. Let's do it. One's a black belt, one's a brown belt. They all train under Soka in uh, New York. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Good dudes. Good dudes. That's another one we really got to do. But we'll be coming out. Where did you stay when you went down there? Um, On the island? I've st- so the last one was Queens, right next to LaGuardia, I think. I was in Queens, maybe, next to LaGuardia. But when we went out to the We Defy one in Ronkonkoma, I stayed at You just like saying that. Ron Konkoma. Ron Konkoma. I had to ask the guy, Joe, who owns it. I was like, hey, how do you say the name of the town you're in? Ron Konkoma. Um, on a side note, we went to the Long Island Aquarium. Side notes. 
coming back. For, maybe that should be the name of the, my other podcast. All side On note. a side note, <laughs> um, we we went to a killer aquarium in Long Island, and they had a butterfly room, and the butterflies were everywhere, and a bird room, and the birds were landing on you. Did, did you see a turtle, George? Yeah, I took pictures. The, t- the turtle room was kind of weird. The turtle though. room. <laughs> you leave with a lot of <laughs> turtle shit all over you. Yeah, you have to it's wash yourself like, with it's turtles. Like, yeah, like a panda. <laughs> uh, I stay in hotels, Jay. Generally, I was just a hotel guy. I'm a I'm a Hyatt guy. Right. I like the Hyatt. Cool. Um, try to get one with a swimming pool for my daughter because she likes to go swimming. She likes hotels. Choose the hotel swimming pool carefully. I'll just tell you. Yeah, but what? Same reason. I understand. But how do I know? Oh, you can tell. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Telltale signs. <laughs> the condition of the tile that surrounds that swimming pool. The number of people that are in it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's in that swimming pool. And you're like, huh, that's funny. There must be 2,000 people staying at this hotel and nobody's in the swimming pool. Here's the thing. Um,. I've been to a lot of hotel swimming pools. <laughs> I've been around. Now, when it comes to hotel swimming pools. The only pools. time there's ever been a lot of people in a hotel swimming pool with me. <laughs> the sound of me hitting myself in the head with was, the microphone. Was in, the only one I can think of was Atlantic City one time. Um but I don't know. We can we can di- you know get more into this in the next <laughs> we episode. We definitely should in the next episode. Here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> It'll it'll be it'll be like an Anthony Bourdain thing, but we're just <laughs> expose. Gonna go, we're just gonna go around with a black sh- light, shiesty hotels, and checking out their swimming. Pools. I don't like shy. I like I don't like. I have a bed bug phobia. Oh, I don't. I have a bed bug phobia. Um, I am a straight up elitist when it comes to hotels. Big time. That's why I like the high. I feel particularly like the when someone good. else is fitting the bill. Uh, <laughs> but right. In general, I do not like to sleep in skeevy areas. Nah. Like, nah, man. I'll pay the extra money. I've been lucky enough to, to know some relatively decent musicians in my life. And virtually all, all the way up to the Foo Fighters, I have not met those guys. But oh. virtually all the people I know, and and I'm saying this 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 type of thing all goes the way all up, the way up to the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Except for them. All no, the no, way no, up to listen, Jim Morrison. All those, have you met Jim Morrison? No. no. I'm just saying no. all the way up to What I'm saying like is all those guys, else. including the Foo Fighters, <laughs> just bring a sleeping bag and take that top thing off and just... Put the sleeping bag on top of the damn thing Doesn't and work. call it a day. Doesn't work. Because the top thing is just, you're never going to want to see you that. Do think bed bugs don't travel? Yeah, dude. Come on. What I'm saying is, you put your own sleeping bag on the top, you just get the sleep done hey, and get the hell out I of there, know, man. I know how the rock, store, the rock star approach well, to this you whole are thing a rock is star, like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, here's the hey, thing. I, you get a little VD and you shave it all off and use some special soap. I prefer right. not to get sexually transmitted diseases just like i prefer not to get bite bugs uh-huh. my, my, you can't get rid of them my forehead already hurts once you have myself them, with the microphone once <laughs> you have them if you don't if you don't use it you lose it <laughs> is it true yeah <laughs> all right if you don't use it you so, lose it riddler so, so george who sponsors this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff you can buy at the pharmacy to get rid of lice—they sponsor us. 
Uh, Haribo gummy bears. Haribo gummy. <laughs> Listen, if you want hell of a year, Haribo gummy bears. I love you. What a great season. We'd lo- it's late. Give us the gummy bears. Just say yes. Say yes to the gummy bears. Feels so good to say yes. Fueled. This podcast has been fueled by gummy bears, as always. <laughs> brought to you by Tortuga Soap. TortugaSoap.com for all of your health care needs, health, beauty, make your jujitsu better, cures, diseases, bath bombs, bath bombs chapstick. Amanda made some shampoo for me tonight. I'm testing it out for you people. Who else? Who else sponsors us? Ooh. Port City BJJ, home of the Great Northeast BJJ podcast. Offering you the finest in jujitsu instruction and training in the Northeast of the United States. And actually the 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 sauna and hot tub and stuff are actually really <laughs> yes. cool. Come. Please bring flip flops. <laughs> we don't want poo on your feet. <laughs> come your hang face. out. Come hang out in the hot tub with Wayne, the guy with the apples. Wayne Appleseed. His <laughs> apples are really better than any other apples you've ever had. They're fucking fantastic. Right off the tree. Also brought to you by We Are Dapper Ties. Jay is probably the only guy in here who wears a tie, but. Next time I buy a tie, wear more than one. I'm going. Yeah, he wears it around his head. You know what? Uh, I wasn't. I I I like the company. Uh, they they got in touch with me in the first place. I'm going to set the deal up. Went to see the ties. Didn't really get the knit tie thing. I didn't you get, don't get it. Get that? <clears throat> no, because I'm not. I don't travel to that thing. I don't. I have like own like two ties. I didn't quite get it. Like to me, it looked a little low class. It wasn't like the thing. Oh no! God damn, was I wrong? You like it. all of a sudden, like you know, in Christmas, it's all perfume ads and shit and cologne ads. My God, like every guy in the cologne ads tie. has one of these knit ties. They look fantastic. Then I'm yeah. like, hey, shit, that's what these guys. No, I mean these. It's great, and you know what? The ties aren't expensive. No, cost five bucks in shipping. It's like free. Listen, fuck that five bucks. You just got to put. The special code in. What's they the call code, that George? Pr- they, call that Roll. Pro- they call that a promo code. The promo code. I like to call it the secret code. <laughs> the promo code is roll. If you put that in, you pay no shipping. No do you know how much, you know much you save? Five bucks. You cheap fuckers. No, it's Save not. five dollars. It's a Buy great thing. Buy more than one. Get a no, but seriously. Here's the deal. Those ties are cool. They're very cool. They're not very expensive. You can get a couple different ones to do some different shit, like different strokes for different folks. You could, yep. We all like to put ourselves and individualize ourselves and be different than everybody. Here's your opportunity. Go get a tie. You don't wear ties? You should try one. Sometimes they're formal occasions. Wear one for your mother's birthday. It's you, nice. It you, shows respect. You listen to Jay. Jay wears ties all the fucking time. You enjoy wearing ties, and that's awesome. And I validate that shit, but I am not the the authority. Jay's the authority. He knows what he's talking about. And I remember I showed you these things behind the scenes shit for today. Before we started, I go, you know, you really should look at this. Make sure you're cool with it, right? And you look at it and go, yeah, those are pretty cool. I'm thinking, wow, I thought Jay was going to hate him because I didn't get it. But, man, I was dead off wrong. Clothes make the man. I really believe that. We are DapperTize.com. We are DapperTize.com. Put in the promo code ROLL. Free shipping sets us up with a, a little bit of cash on the side, makes the podcast happen smoothly. I got to pay for these hotels, man. 
I can't get bed bugs. I, I don't. And now I gotta uh, get ones with nice there's pools. Not that, well, there's guys. There's I'm not that you. much money is coming from these sponsors to buy the hotel. Buy it's just a little bit of cash to help us an, move on. There's an epidemic sweeping the offices of this country where people with ties are bending over when they're shredding papers and they're getting caught in the shredder and this they're getting messed up. There's a, a warning. There's a warning on every on every shredder you've ever seen. So buy three ties because it's gonna happen to you. Or buy, suggesting or buy, buy, buy some knit ties and don't shred paper because that's what people in the 1970s did is print shit out to begin with. Don't print. Don't print. What a shredder is. Don't print things out. Yeah. You look at them on your computer and then either yeah. put them in a file folder or delete them. Or just in, there is the, no and, need to yeah. print them. And enjoy the tie. Do you it's not great. send faxes anymore? They still have those? Facsimile? Mm, yeah, no. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening <laughs> to this foolishness. We'll see you again real soon with a fantastic... The first episode of next season is the one I started this whole friggin' podcast for. So make sure you hang in I there. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I am I believe every bit of it. Dwayne Let's Johnson? make it happen. <laughs> Rock. That's right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, guys. Say goodbye, George. Peace.